Good morning. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Griffin Bass. I'm running behind. It's, it's what it is. It's not new. I mean, such is life. Hey, on Saturday, the Baltimore County Police Department is hosting a community hiring event from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Maryland State Fairgrounds Exhibition Hall. Men and women that successfully complete their cadet program can earn a $10,000 bonus. The cadet starting salary is $32,611. This is also a toy and food drive for Baltimore County's needy family, so please bring an unwrapped toy and non-perishable food item. There is a a lot, you know, this is a community event. Yes, this is obviously an opportunity for you to consider your future within the police department, but it's so much more than that. It is a great opportunity for you to also help out within the community. And on top of the event on Saturday, they're also collecting toys and non-perishable food items all throughout the county right now. Um, The Wilkins Precinct in Catonsville, the Woodlawn Precinct, the Franklin Precinct, the Pikesville Precinct, the Towson Precinct, even over at Glory Days Grill here in Towson. So encourage you to uh, stop by any of those uh, locations with your uh, non-perishable food items, with your uh, unwrapped toys. Try to help out the Baltimore County Police Department as they take care of those who need it in this community this holiday season. We're all trying to do that. All right. Very good. Very, very good. All right. Now, a couple of things. One. Um, we got Drew Forrest is going to join us a little bit later on in the program. Also today, uh, Walt Williams is going to check in a few minutes to talk about last night's Maryland game. And um, I, there might be a special guest stopping by the studio at some point as well. We will. I, I don't want to say anything. We'll find out. You know, nothing, nothing overwhelming. Just a friend of ours might be stopping by the studio at some point this morning as well. We will see. I, I am not going to. Two things. The first being. Everybody got really, I don't know why it was that something that Rita said on the show yesterday really seemed to register and everybody kind of went crazy with it. it. It's interesting because it feels like within this fan base, there are a lot of people who think that the organization has failed. And that's insane. The lengths that we're going to pretend like the Ravens aren't eight and four. Overwhelming. The lengths that we go to pretend or to try to figure out a way to fit our own narratives. Overwhelming. Whatever your narrative is. If your narrative is about John Harbaugh, if it's about Lamar Jackson, if it's about you will go out of your way. The Ravens are eight and four. The Ravens have not in any way failed. Not remotely. There's not an argument for that. The point that I made in my column on Monday is very clear. If they don't figure out a way to get this thing going as a run offense again, they're going to have to meet a natural conclusion for Greg Roman. Obviously, a lot of people had their heads turned yesterday when Willie Taggart was in for a visit with the Ravens, which is very strange. Um, like a lot of people were like, "Well, this is what 
Yeah, they're, they're preparing for who their offensive coordinator is going to be if Greg Roman's going to leave. I, I don't know. Maybe? Who knows? It's very weird. So they're going to meet some sort of conclusion with Greg Roman. Either he's going to take the Stanford job, or if they don't get the run game going, they're not going to have a choice. As I said a million times, y'all can be mad about other things related to what the Ravens do, but the bottom line is Greg Roman is here to run the football. And if they go through the rest of this season and they can't run the football, then you can't have him. Y'all wanted to fire him when the Ravens were wildly successful just because it didn't look the way you wanted it to look. I don't care about that. The measurement for Greg Roman is, are you running the ball? Because Greg Roman is here to run the ball. Period. So if this continues, then it's going to meet its conclusion. It might meet its conclusion even if they start running the ball better because Greg Roman still might go to Stanford. Meeting its conclusion allows you an opportunity to reconsider all aspects of your philosophy. My point about what the Ravens are doing isn't that they failed. Again, that's nonsense. The, well, they haven't won a Super Bowl, or they've only won, whatever it is that you want to say, as if these things are givens, again, fits your own narrative. In reality, while it is disappointing that good Ravens teams didn't have more playoff success, it's not a failure. It's not the type of thing where someone gets fired for it. But at some point, you do have to assess. And five years in to the idea of being a run, 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 you know, it gets cold in the AFC North, we've got to be best suited for January, at some point you have to reevaluate that. Which doesn't necessarily mean that next year they need to be a team that throws the ball 100 times a game. But you do have to reevaluate it. And it led to a lot of yesterday like debate in, within this fan base about how hard they've tried. The Ravens have tried to get wide receivers. They've drafted, you don't get to say they drafted two in the first round when they got rid of one. Like You don't get to say that. If a team just gets rid of a wide receiver without replacing it, that doesn't matter that they drafted that player. It's irrelevant. I, I mean, is it, you can say that for a minute when they had both of those guys on the field, they had the chance to be competent. And it's unfortunate that they weren't able to keep both guys on the field together. You can say things like that, but to say... The, the Ravens have been trying at wide receiver. That's not fair. They have not prioritized the position the way it is needed to be prioritized. One of the arguments I saw yesterday, um, it's not their fault that Rashad Bateman got hurt. No. It's, it, by the way, people love to do this with like the, well, yeah, but you know, guys get hurt guys get hurt and say things like that. No, it's not their fault. Rashad Bateman isn't a player... Rashad Perriman, there's a far better argument for that with. Rashad Bateman's not a player. There's a great argument to say he's just a guy that constantly gets hurt. That's not fair. Um, it's not their fault that he got hurt. But we all saw that the depth wasn't good enough. Every single one of us. 
there was very little that told us that Devin Duvernay was a, a quality NFL receiver. There was nothing that suggested that James Prochet or Tylon Wallace was a quality NFL receiver. We all knew the depth wasn't good enough. Everybody knew that. So to hide behind the idea that this is only about Rashad Bateman's injury, that's not true. It's about the value of the position. Or hiding behind the, yeah, but they had all these tight ends. Stop. You're doing your damnedest to try to have a different conversation. I mean, it's, it's Elon Musk finding out that he's being investigated because he's apparently having people live at Twitter headquarters and saying, yeah, but there's other crime in San Francisco. This is what we do. We wag the dog. We want to talk about something else. There's no argument that the Ravens have prioritized wide receiver the way that it's needed to be prioritized. Particularly disappointing when you had those five years. The point of all of this is not that it's failed, but if it doesn't lead to some sort of significant breakthrough, which doesn't feel likely at the moment, that at some point you say, okay, we gave this five years. Five years. It's time for us to think about whatever might be next. It's not a condemnation of what they've done. You guys might want it to be. That's insane. You, I mean, you guys are nuts. They win a lot. Constantly. Enjoy being the Jaguars for a minute. Let's talk again. It's about saying at some point, you have given it, you have seen it to its natural conclusion. Now what? Now how is an organization to move forward? And there's no reason for the highly successful head coach, the highly successful um, owner of the team, because the owner's not going anywhere. There's no reason for the you know, fairly successful general manager of the team to think that those people can't be involved with that. They've all been in lockstep with one philosophy. It's time, if they can't make it work this year, to reconsider that philosophy. It's just not hard. Everything else is just your narrative. Everything else is just, I don't like John Harbaugh for whatever reason. I've decided that a guy that all he's ever done is win is a problem. So I've decided he's got to go. Stop. I mean, you just all you do is show your ass when you say these things. But... Again, if John Harbaugh doesn't want to be part of a philosophy change, that's he's got that right. If this doesn't get fixed, if this doesn't pay off, then the Ravens need to consider philosophy change. That's all. That's it. And I think Rita and I are in lockstep about that. I think Rita might even be a little bit more aggressive than I am about it. I don't I don't like I I am still willing to give it room. I, I think I'm I'm less... She's almost 100% convinced that it can't be fixed. I still think that there is some world in which you get some of these players back that you could figure it all out. But you are running out of time. Like, there's no debate about that. You are running out of time for that to be the case. And I am not very confident about the next couple of games without Lamar Jackson. It was confirmed. Uh, PCL sprain, obviously. That's exactly what... Um, Dr. David Chow told us the other day he assumed it was for Lamar Jackson. So, you know, such is life. That's a bummer. Um, most people seem to think a game or two. We will see how that goes. 
Um, we will find out about some of the other guys today as the Ravens will get back out on the practice field. Some The Odell Beckham thing is really interesting. I guess the Cowboys are still very concerned about his injury, and if they're concerned about his injury, then you would presume that everybody else should be very concerned about his injury. I was told by a source this weekend that the Ravens were not out of the Odell Beckham sweepstakes. I guess the word is that he took his visits and went back home, so I assume that means he's not visiting the Ravens. I don't know if that's because he didn't feel like he needed to. I don't know I don't know what that is. If if they were not out on him, you would have thought that he probably would have made a visit here. It, the fact that he didn't, because the reporting this morning is that he went back to Arizona where he lives. We'll see how that plays out. But apparently some concern from the Dallas Cowboys in relation to the Odell Beckham injury understandable and it's something we've all talked about like if you're you're pinning your hopes on Odell Beckham I mean you don't even know exactly how healthy he's going to be when he gets back on the field the word was that he had been cleared so that's kind of a a, an odd development there in that conversation Um, and then we're going to talk about Maryland basketball and I know Walt Williams is going to join us here in just a second as uh, Maryland goes on the road and loses at Wisconsin today's show brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill GinsuGrills.com is the website. Use the code TAILGATE and you'll save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill, the perfect ceramic tailgate or home grill for grilling, smoking, searing, baking, all kinds of food. Again, GinsuGrills.com. Use the code TAILGATE. Disappointing last night because it was a winnable game. Because if you don't start ice cold or finish ice cold, you probably win that game. That makes it disappointing. Because it was a winnable game for Maryland basketball. And anytime you lose a winnable game, you're going to be disappointed. Big picture, it's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. I mean, it's this is going to be brutal all season long. You go play good teams. Wisconsin's a good team. I get it. They're not, they don't have a little number next to their name because it's very early in the season. Who knows who the best teams are? The difference between the, the 15th and the 40th best team in the country right now is minimal. Wisconsin's a good team with good wins. It nearly knocked off Kansas. Wisconsin's a good basketball team. Winning on the road in the Big Ten is difficult against just about anyone. Losing to Wisconsin isn't likely to hurt them. It's disappointing because they could have won. But it's not likely to end up being significant when you get to the end of the year if, you know, you're, you're looking at whether or not Maryland needs to get into the NCAA tournament or seeding or something like that. You're not likely to be penalized because you lost a road game at Wisconsin. As Patrick Stevens told us yesterday, you got this four-game stretch, Illinois, Wisconsin, Tennessee, UCLA. You come out of that stretch 2-2 two and two for a first-year head coach with a still pretty incomplete roster. You've done quite well for yourself. This was the only true road game of the four. You now have an opportunity on neutral court against Tennessee at home against UCLA to try to pick off another good win. And if you come out of this with two losses, if you get through all of this with two losses on the season, you're doing really well, far beyond any reasonable standard that any Maryland fan could have had for Kevin Willard to start his tenure here at the University of Maryland. I think some people were allowing to get, were allowing an 8-0 start to get you a bit carried away And last night probably reminded you, like, hey, there are going to be road bumps in this process. 
Let's talk more about Maryland basketball. Joining us now, one of the great players in Maryland basketball history, of course, now part of the Maryland Radio Network and the man behind Clutch Vodka. He is our friend, the Wizard, Mr. Walt Williams, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Walt, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm all right, sir. I, I'm in this you know weird place where I, last night was disappointing. If they if they hit a couple more shots at the beginning of the game or at the end of the game, right? Like mm-hmm. if they don't go ice cold in either of those spots, this was very much a winnable game. But I I get it. It's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. They were gonna lose some basketball games at some point this season. I'm I'm somewhere between the disappointment of you could have won the game versus it's just not the end of the world that you didn't win the game. Well, hey, you know, um, if you go back to uh, before the season starts and you say, hey, we, we, we're we going to be 8-1 and one in the first nine games, you would definitely take that. But, you know, the reality of it is the human part of it is you're watching this this unfold game by game and you're seeing us win every game. And so you, you think to yourself, oh, Let's keep this thing rolling because it has been a handful of teams that's been undefeated uh, for the whole season. So you hold on to hope, you know, and just uh, think that we can win every game. So when you lose, um, it, it does hurt. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, I mean, uh, uh, this team is in a, in a good position. You beat a solid – I mean, they lost to a solid Wisconsin team, a good defensive team um, at home. And it's going to – the Big Ten traditionally is always a tough conference. So – in conference play is going to be tough, especially on the road. What, what do you make of the like a uh, road uh, Donald Carey? By the way, well, like why is it that that dude is the guy that like comes to life whenever he's playing a game on the road? <laughs> well, I can I can kind of speak to that a little bit myself, man. I, I always felt uh, it was always a better feeling for me to have the crowd just cheering against you and and coming after you, and then you you do something on the court, and then they have to shut up. That was always a greater feeling for me than doing something fantastic out there and the people cheering for me. So I think that he gets a lot of uh, his motivation is to to show that, uh, you know, hey, um, I'm coming right back at you. And you don't have that dynamic when you're at home. You have people that's uh, really positive and cheering for you and and behind you. So he just got to find his rhythm. I think that he's uh, um, uh, uh, giving a great effort on the defensive end, and he just got to find his legs on the offensive end where he's uh, consistent and shooting the ball from the outside. I think that um, on, on paper he's probably uh, one of, if not the best shooter on this team. And so if he can get it going to anywhere near to what the expectation is, then uh, you know that makes this team a, a much more dangerous team. He is Walt Williams. He's with us here on GCR. Walt, uh, how do you define the impact that that Kevin Willard as a coach? Like obviously the culture stuff, you know what whatever he's doing with the program aside. I mean on the floor, and and I bring up in the Illinois game we saw like the zone switch. We we just saw some things that it, to take no shots whatsoever at anybody else. It just it felt a little bit different. How do you describe the impact that Kevin Willard, the coach, is having as Maryland has gotten off of this tremendous start? Well, you can see that the, the players are really uh, are buying into it. Um, you can see it with the effort of everybody that steps on the court. You know, they're giving a great effort out there. And so the only way you can do that is believing in the coach and the coaching staff. So I think he has their ear. Um, he has their confidence and their respect. And, and he gives it back uh, twofold to those guys, you know. And so um, he gets after it, 
but uh, it's in a way that's respectful to the to the players and and something that um, they know it's coming from a good place and and he wants the best for them and uh, you you see that you see the players responding and uh, and in terms of the uh, the game itself uh, you can see that uh, you know he makes in game adjustments. Um, uh, he's figuring it out if, if something's not going well or he he can play games uh that you mentioned the uh, zone matchups and and uh at moments and things like that and so uh uh he does a great job with that the the uh, challenge right now is for this team to just be consistent on the offensive end um you saw last night uh they shot the ball uh well decent from the three point line but inside the three point line they struggled. And 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 if that's the uh, that's a, that's a tough tough environment to win uh, when you when you, you you can't score inside the three point line at a higher rate than outside the three so that's a tough dynamic to overcome for sure. So let's talk about the if obviously this is a good basketball team and I think we have every reason to have you know recalibrated expectations and say this is a team that should be competing to get into the NCAA tournament. This is. I think the question becomes if this team can become a contender in the Big Ten, which again is was a standard that would have been wildly unfair for us to talk about before the season began, but you know, they've gotten off to a good start. The one thing that still jumps out most to me, Walt, is front court depth. Um, and when Julian Reese gets into foul trouble and there's just not a whole lot there. How concerned are you about this team's front court depth? Again, in the context of being a Big Ten title contender? Well, certainly, uh, you, you know, we're thin in the interior. Um, the, the way you have to combat that is, uh, you know, the game is it played a little bit differently. It's played outside in nowadays. So uh, it's not as big or glaring a, a hole as it would have been uh, back in the day. But, uh, you know, and, and it's going to take Julian, uh, and he has done this early on, doing a better job of uh, keeping himself out of foul trouble while still um, being relentless, going for for the boards and and controlling paint the paint defensively as well as uh, you know scoring around the basket as well. So he has to continue to do that without be getting in foul trouble. They're going to need him to play major minutes. He has done that so far um, defensively in the front court. Uh, the, they have bigger guards who are physical. Um, long, they are getting deflections, getting turnovers, and creating opportunities on a, easier opportunities in a fast break scenario um, on the offensive end. So, and, and and then getting to the free throw line. So those are the things that you have to do to combat, you know, not having that big presence or depth uh, in that middle. So it's something that um, they can um, overcome uh, consistently. Game every game. I mean, it's going to be a challenge. So it depends on. Uh, wh- who who they facing that particular night, but there are ways to overcome that. And uh, uh, the Terps have the makeup uh, of in their team um, to be able to overcome. You know, what's 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 wild to me, you know, is is again, I, our expectations were so I don't say low, but kind of mid, just because of the reality of a new coach, right? I it it almost feels you know, and while you can maybe speak to this as an athlete, it almost feels like at some point. You are what your record says you are, and and the confidence that comes along with winning basketball games goes as far as you know even the actual talent that you put together on a floor. Do, do you get the sense that this is now a team that believes that they're capable of competing? You know, to to be very high, maybe contend for a Big Ten title. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think everyone goes into this, uh, uh, came into this season um, not knowing. It was all a new situation here. The players are getting to know the coaches. The coaches are getting to know the players. You don't really know who's going to um, uh, uh, rise to the top and what, what players are going to do that. And uh, you might have preconceived notions about what, you, what you've seen in the past, but in reality it's about what they do when you're the coach there and, and how they perform for you and, and your thoughts on that. And so all of these things were being uh, um, were, were, were new things. And so um, uh, questions that were not answered, unanswered questions. So now when you start to play the games, you start to answer those questions. And so now and then it becomes whether or not you believe it. Uh, the answers that you're giving and the players are uh, the confidence grows as not necessarily in winning games, but how you're playing. And, 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 and I think that they are playing a very aggressive style of basketball and not only just the wins, but the style of play that they have is, is uh, having their confidence grow. And then also the belief in the coach, the coaches, um, when you come with a game plan, um, when you're consistently winning, then you have more belief in that. And the more belief you have in the game plan and those coaches, the more of an effort you give out there, the smarter you play um, and all of those things. So, when those things are growing, your confidence is going to grow. So as the season goes along, if, the, if, the, if this team can continue to play with this type of aggressiveness, um, I can't see how their uh, confidence will waver. I think there's no doubt about that. Uh, all right, so Walt Williams, I feel like uh, Maryland fans, there's maybe one particular way if you're you're perhaps sitting at home on Sunday when uh, the Terps plan up in New York, maybe there's a particular beverage that might go well with uh, watching <laughs> Maryland basketball. Oh, absolutely, man. So I got my, my vodka brand. It's called uh, Clutch Vodka. It's in the mid-Atlantic region, so D.C., Maryland, and Delaware, so it's all over. Um, and so uh, what we have right now is a, a contest going on uh, to win an autographed pic, uh, picture by me, uh, my guy, uh, Kevin Sullivan. He made this cool illustration of me, and I wanted to, you know, give it away to the fans. So um, it's kind of a promotional thing that we're doing for my vodka here. And so um, it's a the, the vodka, like I said, it's called Clutch Vodka. It's a smooth, clean, uh, premium vodka. Um, uh, what I wanted to make sure is the affordable pricing um, with that. Um, it's 100% corn. It's gluten-free, no sugar, no carbs. And so, uh, yeah, man, we're going to be featured on the show uh, this month. So we're excited about that. Um, so stay tuned and, and uh, how you can win the picture and how you can stay, uh, stay interactive with us is to, uh, number one, uh, follow us at, at Clutch Vodka on Instagram and Facebook or um, at, Clutch, uh, at Clutch Spirits on Twitter. And then you just uh, retweet to a friend and then hashtag the Wizard is Clutch. And then we are, we're going to randomly pick a winner on uh, December 11th next week. So um, it's a great time, great time. Awesome, man. Of course, at uh, Walt the Wizard 42 on Twitter is how you follow him. And Walt Williams, always appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. All right, thanks for having me, buddy. It's Walt Williams, one of the uh, great players in Maryland basketball history and, of course, now part of the Maryland Radio Network. And I'm just not getting worked up too much. Bummer. Like it's tough because I got to remember what it was like. There were good Maryland basketball teams. You knew they were good teams, and inevitably playing true road games. It's the nature of college basketball. This one, not a big deal. 
Now, you know, if it goes from here, if they go get their butt kicked by Tennessee and then turn around and get spanked by UCLA, then, you know, we have a different conversation at that point. But this one alone, bummer because it was a winnable game. Reality of college basketball, it's hard to win on the road against good teams. Really hard to win true road games against good teams. If you want to separate yourself going into the NCAA tournament, you pick off one or two as the season goes on. goes a long way. Again, it's hard to know what we're judging the expectations by. The reasonable expectation was trying to somehow get into the NCAA tournament. And right now, you feel really good about where this team is by, by that measure. The new measure became when they won a few games, now we started to think, like, could they be a Big Ten title contender? Which is insane. Like, it's, it's, it really is unreasonable. But that's what happens when you win games and when you beat some good teams, is you start kind of thinking crazy. So either maybe we need to, to ease up on that or they're going to have to show us something else in order for us to continue to believe that. But by any reasonable measure, not the end of the world. They lost a basketball game last night at Wisconsin. All right, a lot of news in the baseball world, obviously, including Aaron Judge and the Cubs making some moves that I think a lot of Orioles fans would have would have liked to have seen here. Um, we're going to talk about those things. Drew Forster is scheduled to stop by the studio. For better or for worse, we'll chat with him. Don't forget the best offers for sports betting and deciding who it is that you want to bet with are available right now through PressBox, including $200 in free bets from DraftKings after placing your first $5 bet or $1,000 in risk-free bets from BetMGM. Time's limited to get all the best offers from all the sports books. PressBoxOnline.com slash offers in order to sign up today. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. UMBC basketball is back at Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena, and tickets are available now at umbcretrievers.com. Don't miss any of the great early season matchups as the men take on local rivals Morgan State on December 10th, and the women square off with American on December 18th. And on New Year's Day, a rematch of last year's America East Championship game when the men welcome Vermont to the peak. Experience the excitement of game day by getting your tickets right now to come see the Retrievers at Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. Lock yours in at umbcretrievers.com. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a 
United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, New Maryland basketball coach Kevin Willard sits down with Stan Charles and Glenn Clark to discuss the situation he inherited in College Park and how he plans to get the program turned around. Also, inside, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area. And Bo Smoka profiles Ravens receiver Devin DuVernay. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face all right back in here on gcr it is a would you rather wednesday edition of the program brought to you by glory days grill the scenarios are up on Twitter, at Glenn Clark Radio, Facebook.com, slash Glenn Clark Radio. Get your responses in. And the Tyus Bowser Show returns next Tuesday, December 13th. We will see you at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill on Harford Road. Tyus and a special guest, myself and Rita, we will all be there. Come join us next Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. It's all brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. You can find out more, pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. The Tyus Bowser Show is a partnership of Pressbox and Grade 8's memorabilia. All right. Um, it's not interesting. They bring back the winter meetings, and this is the first time in, like, forever that the action all happens at the winter meetings. Um, the baseball offseason, normally in, like, the last, I want to say, six to seven years, has really kind of dragged into January, February, sometimes March. But this year, overwhelmingly, it's all happening at the winter meetings. The biggest domino, of course, fell this morning after all of the insanity yesterday involving Aaron Judge. Uh, not a great look for John Heyman. Really bad look for John Heyman. I mean, like a really bad look for John. I'm not here to, I'm not here to jump on anybody. Mistakes happen, all that. But ugh, that is rough. That is rough. Aaron Judge, not a San Francisco Giant. He is going back to New York. $360 million to stick around with the New York Yankees. So there's that. I never actually thought he was leaving New York. I never bought into the Giants stuff. So, you know, outside of the moment with John Heyman yesterday, I was always convinced that he was going to end up staying in New York. Like, he's meant for that. I'll do respect. So it was like, going to be a Tampa Bay Ray after him, seeing him talk uh, yeah, with Tom the, Brady. Uh, wearing his Buccaneers jersey. He was wearing a Mike Evans jersey the other night. Um, I I think he kind of needs to be in New York. Like, I think... Yeah. Uh, not to say that... 
don't want to take anything. I don't want to say that it, this is the thing. It's not as if Aaron Judge wouldn't be a power hitter, a prodigious power hitter, um, in any ballpark. But he wouldn't be the same in just any ballpark. So I kind of think he needed to stay in New York. The the, the Orioles are never going to be on Aaron Judge, so it's only relevant the fact that, you know, it might have been nice to not have to face Aaron Judge any longer. So for a moment there, when we thought he was going to be a San Francisco Giant, there was this sort of pleasant thought like, ah, all right. Kind of root for this guy. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to root for him in any way, but, like, at least you don't have to face him. Like, that makes your life a little bit easier moving forward. Um, what is relevant for the Orioles is some of the other dominoes that are falling, and particularly in the secondary pitching market um, and then the the one kind of reclamation project that a lot of people were rooting for. So the Cubs land Cody Bellinger and they end up being the team that lands Jamison Tyon. And I, th- I think a lot of Orioles fans thought that Cody Bellinger and Baltimore, we were just talking about it with Ben McDonald yesterday, right? Like come to Baltimore, some of the pressures, a little bit off, right? Like, it might be the perfect place for you to go and and sort of figure things out. Hey, worst case scenario, Cody Bellinger is performing fairly well, and the Orioles don't look like a team that's ready to make that jump next year. Maybe it could become a trade chip. I think a lot of Orioles fans were in on the idea of reclamation project Cody Bellinger. Not going to happen. He got a big one-year deal from the Cubs, so that's off the market and as a lot of people pointed out, there really isn't a center fielder market to be had. And it makes you, again, wonder if there might not be a team that now starts exploring trade conversations when it comes to Cedric Mullins. And this is a topic that we have discussed ad nauseum if the Orioles believe that Colton Kowser is their center fielder long term. Do they consider exploring a Cedric Mullins trade if they can use it to upgrade the major league level. The problem being, it doesn't seem like the teams that would want to trade for a Cedric Mullins would be the teams that would necessarily want to give up major league talent to do it. You would think that those would be the teams that believe that they're close, that he could be one more helpful piece to get over the top, so why hurt yourself in another department in order to do it? It's a tricky kind of line. Could it be done? Maybe. But, eh, I don't know. But it is a weak center field market. There's not a lot. I think Kevin Kiermeyer is, like, one of the top options, and he's coming off a really rough season. I guess Nimmo's still out there. Like, there's just not a lot as far as center field is concerned. Um, not just Jamison Tyon, but now this morning, Jose Quintana comes off the market as well. Took a two-year deal with the New York Mets. So that secondary pitching market that if you're not going to get Carlos Rodon, and most of us never believe that the Orioles were in on Verlander or DeGrom, but we continue to hear reports about the Orioles being connected to Carlos Rodon, which again sounds great. I've just never thought that the Orioles would be the team winning a bidding war for Carlos Rodon. If you're not going to get him, there was a lot of talk about, but you still need something better than Kyle Gibson. You still need one more legitimate major league starter. And the names that were being brought up were the Jamison Tyons, the Jose Quintanas of the world. Sean Manaya is still out there, at least as of the moment when I'm speaking this. I don't know if that's the case 
depending on when you're listening to this, because I do know that our audience is much bigger later in the day. I don't know if you already know that Sean Manaya has gone somewhere else. So, like, that would still be a backup plan, but again, like, now you're getting you're getting to that dangerous territory where because you're not aggressively pursuing making sure you get that player, you run the risk of even the secondary pitching market sort of bottoming out as well. And you almost start venturing into the territory of Carlos Rodon or bust. Like if they came away with Manaya, nobody would say, ah, everything's, everything's changed now. But at least there would be a... I, I, we talked about this briefly with Ben McDonald yesterday. I feel like this team, this franchise, this fan base, there needs to be something. It can't be Kyle Gibson. There has to be something that feels like an upgrade. Kyle Gibson just feels like shuffling the deck chairs, right? Like, that's what we talked about with... He's just kind of Jordan Lyles. You're just switching out Jordan Lyles for another Jordan Lyles. It needs to feel like somewhere you upgraded. You made the baseball team better with a move that you made. And to this point... Obviously, that's not the case. Nomar Mazzara does not count, believe it or not. Franchi Cordero does not count. Who's the other? Josh Lester. Whatever that is. No offense. Of course, Josh Lester is going to end up having a massive hit this year, and somebody's going to remind me about it. Um, that, doesn't, that, that doesn't count. Might end up being that one or more of these minor league signings proves to be something. But it doesn't solve the do you get your fan base on board part of the equation. Do you inject something into the team itself as part of the equation? Um, Mike Elias revisited liftoff this week. It was it was interesting because it was a question that I wanted to bring up with Eve Rosenbaum when we had her on last Friday, and I I kind of talked about it even at the time. What what does it actually mean? Is there a chance it was just a flip comment that was made not to declare, like, the Orioles are going to be massive spenders this offseason, but more just to say, like, hey, we think we've moved in to the part of this where we believe we're contending. Of course, somebody would say, well, then why did you trade away Trey Mancini, right? Like, shouldn't you have tried to contend? Um, This is... This is from uh, Andy Koska's Twitter. Andy Koska is now with the Baltimore Banner covering the Orioles. He's out at the winter meetings. Uh, look, I rattled off. I rattled that word off in Texas. I feel very organically that that is what I meant, and I mean that I think that this team is going to continue to get better from this point forward. We're sitting here with this young nucleus that's extremely talented that's going to be here for a long while. We're sitting on the number one farm system. We've got a roster and a payroll that we can custom build over the next few years because right now, don't turn his mic on yet, because right now we don't have any long-term contracts to build around. It was not a specific proclamation for we're going to do it all at once at the 2023 winter meetings, but the next several years of baseball in Baltimore is going to be excellent and I think that the team is going to continually improve, and we're going to build the business of Baltimore baseball back up 
over the next several years. We're on the upswing. That's what I mean when I say that. It's a very exciting time for us. It's been a long time coming and a lot of work getting to this point. But to be on the upward arc of where we're at, regardless of what we do or don't do this winter, I think is very encouraging for all of us in this organization and for the fans and for the players. And, yes, now we bring in Drew Forrester from DrewsMorningDish.com. I want to punch a malarkey. I don't really believe this guy. Well, no, no, no. What part of it is malarkey? <laughs> stop, 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 stop. All don't of do, it. Stop the, don't do the shtick. Let's have an actual conversation for a second, all right? Like, I... I I, you're gonna have plenty of time to do shtick this morning. I promise you. I promise you. You don't think that you don't bring in Eve Six to have him not play inside out. We're gonna let you do all of your shtick. I promise you. Yeah, all right? Counting Crows are gonna play Mrs. Jones. Yeah, well, probably not Mrs. Jones. Mr. Jones. Whatever. Yeah, probably not Mrs. gonna play Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Mr. Jones. Right. And they're gonna do it in a brooding way because uh, he hates all of his he's songs. Mad. Right. Yes, correct. Um, it when is the problem what Mike Elias said to begin with? is the problem that he put a comment so flip out there into the ether in the aftermath of the Trey Mancini thing, or is the problem that you simply don't believe that there is a plan to truly change the payroll in the next couple of years? No, I, I think there's a plan. I, I, I guess I would just say I am not willing to believe any of it until I see them sign somebody. Like, I just – I've been – I li- you know this, right? I mean, I like Mike Elias. I think he's done a great job. I think the team is on the upswing. I, I agree with a lot of that. But what? But when, until you sign someone and you give Radone seventy million for three years or whatever the numbers are, yeah, whatever, it'll, be more, it'll have to be more than that. But whatever it is, like whatever whatever it is that he gets when 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 you sign a guy, because heretofore there's been five guys that have signed elsewhere that you could have had. You didn't sign any of them. Mm-hmm. You you could have signed Bellinger. Yep. You could have signed Tyon. You could have signed. Quintana came off the market this morning. Oh, he did? Who, yeah, where'd Mets. he go? Okay. Two years. Okay. So, you know, you, you could have signed all those people. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Right. Well, they now, got Nomar Mazzara. But now. They got Josh Lester. He's still, I, thought he, I thought he was. Wasn't he married to Mia Hamm? No. Nah, Nomar Garcia Parra. But, I mean, might, might be able to play still. Who knows? The same guy. We might sign him. Yeah, it might be more uh, helpful than Nomar anyway, Mazzara. So, like, I hate to. And, I guess it's funny, like, I, if he were sitting here, mm-hmm. I think we probably would say that to him in a nice way. Like, Mike, when you sign someone, we'll start to believe you. This is the, the difficult to, uh, part I have is that the liftoff <laughs> thing became... The he said r- that because he was under the gun because he said something dumb, right? I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. He said something he said dumb about a team, team that was could, in the playoff correct. race. It was, it was really awful what he said, and this was his way of cleaning it, it even, up. It wasn't even that it was it awful. Was, it was unthinkable it was, to say that, to say that you didn't believe that the team was, I mean, like that was, it was I think it hurt the players' feelings. I, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't give a damn about you and I. Correct. But like, I think the players saw it's, that. It's unconscionable. Said, it's unconscionable for the organization. Right. So I think he said that liftoff thing. In response to that, right, and 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 I don't think he was lying. I think in his heart he believed it. But now, but now, right, it's, here it's, we are. It, everything is being judged by. When are we lifting off? Everything the Orioles do is now being judged by this word, right. lift off. This word is defining anything you do, or, or the process of getting these players. Like with each one of these, that goes. Mm-hmm. Now you can still trade for people, but with each one of these players that goes, and they're and they're. I'm thinking off the top of my head, like 
there there hasn't been one, I guess you could say judge maybe, but there hasn't been one guy that's signed that if the Orioles would have signed him, dismiss the money part about whether or not, I see this all the time on the internet, I wouldn't give him that kind of money if it were me, and it's not you. But there isn't one guy that they that has gone elsewhere that you wouldn't have said, oh, hell, I'd take that guy. I mean, I'd have to think about that. Well, you, would you take a Brayu? Yeah, I mean, Forget I would have. Sure, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah of, course. of course. Of course you I would have. Would you take Bellinger? I, I don't know if I would have taken Andrew Heaney, for example. Uh, okay. Like, I don't know uh, well, if... they got Andrew Heaney. His yeah, name's Kyle Gibson. That's a great point. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, so yeah. But, you, you, so, there hasn't been one player that's signed elsewhere. Even the Hanniger guy, like, well, I'd take him. Every time he comes to sure. Baltimore, he sure. hit three home runs in the sure. series. Right. So... There hasn't been one guy that's been signed elsewhere that you wouldn't have said if the Orioles would have signed him. Oh, that, that's a reasonable signing, right? They've let, and I'm the, making the number up because I don't know, they've let eight guys go to other teams, and they haven't signed them. Again, it's, maybe it's unfair to say they've let eight guys go to other uh, okay. teams. Eight, eight guys eight have guys gone have to signed other elsewhere teams. Yes, and they that if the Orioles would have signed Walker or... Or, um, yes, or DeGrom, and, yeah, well, you would I be mean, like, holy for hell. For Christ's sakes, that's well, a different... But, yes. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I, I go a step so back. So it just goes back to when you sign somebody, we'll believe you. The point that I made was they have to do better. Gibson, I want them to sign Michael Waka, by the way. That's the truth. I think he would be a good signing for them. I'd have to, I'd have to dive more into Michael Waka. I'd have to spend a little bit more time with it. I, and, I, and you know what? They, they already got Michael Waka. Yeah, that's kind of the way that I... But he's four years older. Or three years old. Right. Like, I think Waka's 32 and Gibson's 35. Like, this is the pr- Gibson feels like simply a Jordan. The Orioles thought they were getting Bob Gibson. Maybe. It feels like the. <laughs> what else you got? You got more Gibson shit? No. no. They should have gotten Kurt Gibson. Right. Um, Gibson guitar. This feels like Jim Rome bit. Like, yeah, this right. feels like. A, by the way, Jim Rome made a career for like 15 years of, of that. Uh, Jim Everett, more like Chris Everett. Like, that was what. That was his career. Dude, and the that greatest was, Jim Rome that thing was good ever enough. was when the freaking um, fire alarm went off. Oh, and he did, yeah, and he right. did the show. Yeah, he just kept. What the fire alarm. Yeah, right. And all he talked about for 20 minutes was. the was, fire alarm. Yeah. Don't know how you expect me to do it. Listen to this, guys. The man, the man made a career doing nothing other than, than saying someone's name and then comparing it to someone else who had the same last name. That's what We just let that be sports radio for Rock a while. Em. And yes, and rack them and things like that. We allowed that to be the content, and he's—I remember—extraordinarily wealthy you, because you, of you, it. you may have had way more interaction with him than I did. I've I had very little interaction I, with him. We had him. You may have been with me. Yeah. I don't even remember. We had him on with us once at the Super Bowl. Right. I've never—I've met a lot of. Well, I can't even. Be, I'm going to say this. I've met a lot of self-absorbed people in the in the radio no. in the radio business no. before. No, really, <laughs> I've been, no. Been around a few. No, uh, and I would say he he might be the all-time king. I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. He he had a guy go into the bathroom with. I him. remember you telling me that. <laughs> I don't. I wasn't there for that, but I remember you telling me that. Wait, did you Jim, sit on Jim, it? Who's the guy? Did lo- you sit in us? on it I'm when we guy. when we brought Francesa over? The one time? Did you sit in on that? I think so. It was one of the funniest. I don't even remember what all we talked about. Like, I, I, Honest to God, I don't remember what all we talked about. But I remember 100%. As soon as he got up, I was like, my God, that's exactly what I thought Mike Francesa was going to be. That's exactly Didn't what Didn't know I, the names of the teams that but were playing. He, and, but whatever he I said. You, I like the Patriots this week. He um, was con- Patriots right, right, correct. He was convinced it was the most important thing that anyone was saying that day. Whatever his dumb opinion about sports was. I just was, remember Rome getting up was, from the table, and I said, like, 
I'm not sure I've ever met another human being like that before. I'm telling you, man, there was something about it for a little while. I think the rest of us came in and understood. Like, the, at, there was a time where there were so there were so few of us that like we really treated these people like what they said mattered. Victor Victor Brick. Well, I mean, okay, Victor Brick is great. Nobody's debating about Victor Brick, but I'm saying like in general in sports media, we treated a handful of dudes like what they said wasn't just some dumb opinion, but like it they know mattered. Sports. They it know sports. Ma- and more than the rest of they us They know do, sports, right? Like that they are more educated because we didn't know at the time they were just a guy. <laughs> like that's all they were. They were just a dude that had a microphone in front of him that had a dumb opinion. Most of the time, then, they were attract. You know, they were handsome. They were they yeah. they, they were good fits for right. the media. Right, they, they, some of them. Like, yeah, but like, them. <laughs> I don't know that you're. Now, I would also say, I can remember walking to the radio station occasionally and having hearing someone say, "Who's starting for the Orioles tonight?" Like. We we'd be doing radio in Baltimore, and the person on the air wouldn't know who the starting pitcher was that night for the correct. Year. Like correct. Like <laughs> by the way, who's starting like, the like night? Somebody got mad at me. I made a joke last night early in the Maryland basketball game where I was like, I, if I were them, I'd call the the, the dumb oh, jokes. I, I saw that. I said, if I were them, I'd, I'd call, call the, the play where they make more shots. <laughs> they start making some of their shots right. because remember they started the game no, completely they dreadful. Ice, they were all ice cold. They finished the game ice cold. The, the funny part is they probably should have won that game. My buddy Dale don't... Williams in this morning, this morning dish had a great summary. He goes, "The last play of the Maryland game summed up Donta Scott's entire night. Yeah, he was, was on his was, back. Yeah, it, was with his, it was rough. It was with the ball rough, bouncing around. Rough night. Like, Tough place to win. Rough night, right? Some Maryland fans mad at me. I don't know how to say to him, like, dude, why mad, do you, at, mad at me? Right, why do? You, but it's not even about that. It's right. not even about whether I'm a Maryland. It's right. why do you care? Like, like what I, I said. Why do you care? Yeah, right. right. What in the wor- what is this world right. where we where get Glenn worked Clark up about matters. what's it, this is the it's the way it works. We get mad about what right. some stupid person says on Twitter. They're stupid. Well, look, let's, <laughs> th- this goes back to yeah. it's funny you bring this up. I don't know how we got here. No, to the no, no. Thing. But we, it's funny yeah, that you bring it up because look, here's the you want to do the shoot interview, right? If you want to really do yeah. sports media shoot interview, right. here's and, and I'm not gonna say I don't want to say who I engaged with, but I've rec- uh, I've recently engaged in a fairly heated personal discussion with a member of the media in town about the U.S. soccer team. Oh, oh. And, and I said, oh boy, I said, do you want me to tell you the truth? You have no idea what you're talking about. You've never been to a practice for the U.S. national team. You have no idea why Gia Reyna didn't play. Mm-hmm. You've never been to a practice. You didn't go to Qatar. You have no more idea mm-hmm. about the real functional inner workings of the U.S. men's national team than a dog. That's and fair. Y- and yet, and yes. yet, you're going to pound your chest right. about how god-awful the coach is. And all the coach has ever done since he got there. All right, I need to know. You're going to write down who the person you. was. I'm not going to say it on the air, but I think I know who it is. I just would you, like you, you to. You. I think I'd like for you. Yep, that's what I thought. You okay. have. You actually you, say this to this person? Yeah, hell yeah. You. you wow. You. you <laughs> kind of love you for that. You. All this guy's done since he got there. Yeah. Is win. They won the. <laughs> since he took over, he inherited. A, a team that couldn't beat Trinidad. I mean, far. And more by the way, I'm not a, right. I'm, if, I'm not a huge fan of Greg Barhalter, but I will say this: that everything that they ask him to do, 
He did. The only thing he didn't do was beat the Netherlands. Ex- accepting the standard as being what it was. These are the soccer players he sure. has. Did you sure. watch the games? Right, He's got you. four good players. Right, I hear you. I hear you. So, you know, th- and so this is the shoot interview. The reality is, and I'm glad you said this, like, the reality is mm-hmm. none of us know anything because we're not there. Correct. We're, look, now, that doesn't mean th- that you there can't are ti- have... There are times where we know some things. No, 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 right? but I'm saying as it relates to the real inner the real inner workings of the team and the real what's going on mm-hmm. in the game yes, yes. and all of this this insanity about the offensive coordinator, the reality is none of you have ever done it and neither have you and I. Right. But we can't say that. You know why? Because we need them to listen and we need them to read. And we need him to call. Because we have to pretend like what we say correct. matters. Correct. But it's and, I, and that's, by the way, this is why I'm here. Because I can't do but it. But this is the funniest thing that's I, I happened. I can't participate in the, the, the kayfabe. <laughs> but here's the like, funniest thing it. that's happened. Yes. Is in the last 10 years, how many people are there that, and, and I'll, you're, you're probably the best example of this. Because you, you've been, you're now 30, whatever, five? Yeah, a little bit more than what that. What are you? 38. 38? 39. Oh, you, no, God, I'm 39. Okay. <laughs> you've been doing this, air quotes, effectively, I would say. Well, I shouldn't say effectively. Right, you've been right. doing In this. some form or function. You've been doing this for 15 years, 16, longer, 17 years, that, right? Yeah. Right. But, but since you kind of knew what you were doing, and you weren't just doing it to well, get I, girls. Well, wait a second. No. I mean, but I don't know if that started yet. I, I would <laughs> say that by the time you got to Baltimore, Back to Baltimore. Uh-huh. You you were trying to do this for real. Okay. That you weren't just trying to okay. get girls from. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right? That's fair. You went to Arizona because you couldn't find a girl here. You went out there. Uh, but you came back here. It's a worse story than that. Right. You came back here and you said, I, I want to be something in this business. Sure. And you've done it. You've sure. done a great yeah, job of it. Something. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, that's what you that's what the card <laughs> says to read. Correct. No, but so now think about this. You've done this for 15 years. You've traveled. You've been in the locker rooms. You've established relationships. You have contacts. You have sources. You have people who tell you things. You, you know how to play the game. You know what to say, how to interview someone, how to throw a softball when it's needed. You know all of that. Tonight, there will be 15 people in Baltimore who bought $400 of equipment mm-hmm. who will sit in their basement mm-hmm. with this setup right here Mm-hmm. And they'll do two hours of talking about the Ravens. Correct. And all they are are people who watch the games. Yep. Now I look, man. I don't. That's have, all they are. You know, it's right? a funny thing. I don't get that. Doesn't that doesn't bother? No, me. no, no. I'm not like, saying it should bother, bother you. Bother I'm me. saying that, and in 2022, right. that's what we've be. That's what the right. media right. has become. Right. Everyone who's got four hundred dollars. Says, oh, now you can buy a blue check mark. Now you can buy I'm in the media. Uh, some sort of amount of validity. What do you mean you're in the media? Oh, right. I have a podcast. Yeah, correct. It's on this right. and that, and right. you can right. watch it. Right. I'm, I'm, oh, I remember going, and they did a great job. I remember going over there to Arnold, you went, yep. to go in the, to do the Oriole yeah, 306 yeah, thing, whatever it was called. Yes. Dude, it was like being an NBC. 100%. I mean, like Josh Roca had rigged up the greatest. It was incredible. God, it was way and, better than most and, radio And stations. by the way, when it came to talking about the Orioles, which is different than knowing what's going on. Right. But when it came to talking about the Orioles, those guys knew more than me. Right. 
Correct. Because they care about it. Correct. Like, in a way that I, you know, I but can't. It, but, I don't have right. the bandwidth. But for. if, but if you and I, it, 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 fifteen years ago, those people would have been laughed at. Okay. So I don't know how we got here. I'm not really sure how we. I, got I don't here. either. But it's, G- give me one second. But it's far more interesting than talking about Lamar and his maybe we're, knee we're, injury we're, that we're, isn't really right, a knee right, injury. Right, fine. Oh, you're doing that. That's your. That's your shtick today. That's what you're doing. I know. I. Four ten four eight one. Gambling can be four, four ten five eight three one zero five seven. The number you want to call yeah. and talk about Lamar's injury. It's not an injury. Gambling, Give us a call. Gambling can be fun, but uh. you should set a limit and stay within it, Drew. And remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler twenty four seven or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Let me let me finish an Orioles thought, and we're going to talk some Ravens. Um, if I, I had said that the thing they have to do is do something that looks like an upgrade. Kyle Gibson, we know, isn't an upgrade because you're just shuffling the deck chairs. It was Jordan Lyles last year. Now it's Kyle Gibson, right? But if you do anything that appears to be an upgrade, I'm I'm willing to give it a, okay, I didn't think this was the year necessarily anyway that you're going to be able to go win a World Series. I can live with it if you just go get a Sean Manaya. If you do anything at all that appears to be an upgrade of what, of what you had – I can live with that. I can say, all right, you're showing there is a step in the process. If they don't, you know, then we're going to have some conversations. Then the, the wanking motions that you were making as I was reading that uh, statement for Mike Elias are going to end up being more relevant. But if they just do something that appears to be an upgrade on the baseball team they had the year before, I can at least say, okay, they're taking a step of some sort. And that's why I just said Bassett. Like, I don't even – here's the funniest part. They don't – they're in a weird spot because I don't think they need a huge amount of help. They almost made the playoffs this year, and if they'd have had Rutschman and um, Henderson for the entire season, they'd have made it, I think. I, I, I do. I think they'd have made the playoffs. So I don't even know that they need a huge amount of help. But they can't go into the – everybody else is going to try to get better. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they can't go into the season status quo. Correct. And, they're, and they that's won't where, That's because they already made a move with this I Gibson dis- guy. I disagree. That, that is status quo because it's just Jordan Lyles. Uh, okay. That's it. It's but, just a different Jordan Lyles. They are still status quo to me. Like, that. all you did was shuffle the deck chairs. Okay. So, so Henderson's going to start the year where? Here, no. What position? Oh, I mean, that's two to be determined. I mean, it's based on. So, so how do you go about in the off season? And and I'll use Turner was a a myth, right? right. But did they not go get Trey Turner because they didn't want to pay him three hundred million, or did they not go get Trey Turner because they're because committed Elias to said, being the shortstop? Correct. I understand. The okay, pay. so so it, so if you and and I think I saw this. By the way, shortstop is still where there's. There's, there's but, actually players still available. But here's what's funny. I saw an article the other day. My buddy that lives out in San Diego sent me this article, and it talked about the Padres getting um, Turner. And it said the Padres are making a huge push for behind-the-scenes push for Trey Turner. Because I had written a few weeks ago to his morning dish, if you gave me the checkbook and said, name one player you would like the Orioles to get, I said him. Mm-hmm. Right. So my buddy sent me this thing. He's like, ah, look, look who's getting him. We're getting him. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, you can't get him. You have a shortstop already and a third baseman. Mm-hmm. How, how the hell are the Padres going to get him? What are you going to do with Tatis? Or what are you going to do I guess, with Manny? I guess Manny? he would play second at that point, I guess is the, <laughs> That's my the point. plan would be. Like, we, did we not go get 
Turner. Well, I mean, think most of us thought that the idea was the value is the flexibility. I think a lot of us thought. So who plays third? The, the value. It's it. Whatever you do this off season, someone can move somewhere, right? right? Like that. Gunnar Henderson can play third if you want to go out and get a Carlos Correa. Right. Um, if you don't, then Gunnar Henderson can play short. I think that most of us felt that that was the value. And by the way, there is still a. Correa and a Bogarts and a Dansby Swanson out there to be had. Like shortstop is still the Take one. Take any of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I would too, frankly. Um, it's the, the one, one good thing about Bogarts is if we get him, he won't hit 442 against uh, us. That is a good point. That is a very. He might good only point. hit 210 for us, Correct. but it'll, yeah. it'll still be Correct. better than <laughs> having him beat us four times a year. Them. Yes, 100%. Um, I, again, whatever it is, I just think there needs to be an upgrade. All right, we're going to talk about the Ravens. We're going to play Would You Rather Wednesday. Mm. Drew Forrester is nice here. game Sunday. <laughs> they won. I don't know if you. If you saw, they they won the game. Are you aware? I they, am aware. They, I won, got a lot they of, won the game. I got a lot of thoughts on it. And I, I don't think I'm going to get quite as boisterous as you, but I do have one thing I want to say about people booing them oh, okay. that's not going to go okay. over very well. I don't really care about that. Okay, good. Do, do whatever you want to do about that. Yeah, I, I, do we have a do we have tape? Do we somebody? I know Dave Smearman has it, my buddy Dave. We don't have a, Do we have a tape of when I erupted? We of can find the, that somewhere, can't thing? we? Probably. I don't. I don't. Uh, Ryan, I don't ask, like ask, ask Ryan. I don't like listening to it because Ryan, it, Ryan it, will probably. It's like you're doing the, you're doing a little bit of his bit though. Like why why like why it's a his bit? Why do you why do we want to relive that? Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't like listening to it because yeah, it reminds me wanna... I was insane. I I, I yeah. Anyway, let Rick, me, let, Rick in Parkville. Yeah. Moral of the story. Let's being. go out to let's go out to Rick in Parkville. <laughs> I just, hope it, we, I just hope we do something different. Who was it on Sunday? It was Brian and Owings Mills on I heard Sunday. It. Brian and Owings Mills. I heard it. Said, hold them accountable. Hold them accountable. They're, they're eight and four. Hold them accountable. And the crazy part again. Being, for the left tackle's ankle getting blown like, up hold, hold them accountable, he said. Hold them accountable for the cornerback whose ACL just got repaired a year ago who can still barely walk. Hold them accountable for that. But if they were four and eight and had all those things going on. We then can, we'd kind of talk about it. Let's talk. They're eight and four. Anyway, I, I lost my mind. I know. I lost my mind. Well, you should have. I had to tie it back together, though, because we're not at the old place any longer. You had to be, we're we're, we're at a place where some decency. I've, had some, I've already had some conversations about there being too much yelling at times. So I had to. Well, you're not the only one that yells together. over there. Uh, hey, go to pressboxonline.com slash offers right now. Get some great offers like $100 in free bets from Barstool after placing your first $10 bet or up to $1,500 in risk-free bets from Caesars. Time is limited to get the best offers from all of the sports books. Go to pressboxonline.com slash offers and sign up today. Uh, when we come back in, we're going to talk some Ravens. We'll do Would You Rather Wednesday. Drew Forrester's here at Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today 
UMBC basketball is back at Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena, and tickets are available now at umbcretrievers.com. Don't miss any of the great early season matchups as the men take on local rivals Morgan State on December 10th, and the women square off with American on December 18th. And on New Year's Day, a rematch of last year's America East Championship game when the men welcome Vermont to the peak. Experience the excitement of game day by getting your tickets right now to come see the Retrievers at Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. Lock yours in at umbcretrievers.com. Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26th. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. Don't miss Christmas Tide Stakes Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host Zach Goodman, we'll be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon all off-season discussing every signing, trade, and waiver claim as we navigate the cold winter months that lead to spring training. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash pressboxsports or listen live at pressboxonline.com slash radio. And if you miss a show, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. So tune into the Bat Around with Paul Valley and Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at Pressbox Sports. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or, if lying isn't your thing, we'll take a a three-and-a-half-star review, too. Back in here on GCR, Drew Forrester is here, DrewsMorningDish.com. If you're looking for a simple holiday meal, try Chick-fil-A catering from Chick-fil-A Nuggets to mm. Mac and Cheese. They have the perfect variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for Who's details. stopping by? What other special guest? Um, I don't. I mean, it, I, I'm guessing at this point because I haven't gotten the text saying that he's our friend Zach Merrick wanted to stop by this morning. Oh, that'd be oh my god! Yeah, he wanted to come. Can by I take and my shirt out. off? <laughs> Are you that into it? Can I take my shirt off for him? Is, he, be, is he taking his shirt off? Yeah, right. I mean, Remember, and um, I, I don't know why. Hangover. But, okay, hangover, so, hangover so do three? you know about? Do you know about this? By the way, okay, you can't show the picture. Okay. The Boys of Hamden calendar is available right now. Boysofhamden.com. Oh my lord! Uh, the September. Cover can I, models. Can I have this? Are my, yeah, yeah. Take that home. See, can I have this? Uh, yeah, gift it from Mrs. Forrester. Uh, uh, no, you're, is, you're on there. Yes, I am. Oh. This this benefits the Hamden Family Center. This is a charity thing that we're doing. Right. We're, it's funny if we're doing one of these for FCA golf, but not quite as risky as well, yours. Well, probably not for FCA golf, oh, I Lord. would guess. September features... That's a big gun there. Yeah, all right. My, uh, myself and Stan the Fan oh, Charles. Oh, wait a minute. Are the what September one? cover model. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do I really want to see this? I don't know if you really want to see do it I, or not. Do I really? I don't know. There's, take a look. Here we go. There's September. There you, there you go. That is available right now. Now, I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Uh-huh. I think I know the answer to yes. this. Yes. 
you guys had underwear on, right? Why? You, Why would we do that? You did, right? <laughs> Why would we do that? You did. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh you can get Lord. the Boys of Hamden calendar, boysofhamden.com right now. Again, please Stan actually looks order good. your th- thanks. Um, please order your calendar right now. Again, it benefits the, the Hamden family center. You better settle um, down over there. Do you remember? You, you want three, don't you? <laughs> you you <laughs> need one. This one yeah, right. You remember in um in one of the hangovers? <laughs> my, I don't remember which one. Mrs. Clark was very proud. I she bet. was oh so proud. Oh yeah. When um they they were it was hangover three because um they were banging the wall there that John Goodman owned to try to get to and and um, You're the only person who remembers anything about the hangover. And Ken Jong said why don't you take off your shirt? Oh yeah. To Bradley <laughs> Cooper he goes, why don't you take off your shirt? I heard it helps. Right. It does. If Zach comes in here and doesn't okay, take so, his shirt so off. So this is the funny part. I'm on I don't remember I was on with Coleman or somebody one night over the summer. Poor Coleman. They were at yeah they were at well he's doing fine. He's hanging out with Adam Jones now. It's it's better. Um oh. Oh, yeah. my Lord, really? Yeah, he's doing a show with Adam Jones. Did you not know that? No, I don't yeah, think so. He's good. Um, I'd love to hear that one. We were talking about it, and I, I was- have ex- an extra bag of Cheetos <laughs> I was ex- for that one. Settle down. Sorry. Settle down. <laughs> I was explaining this calendar to him. Okay. And Zach listens. Like, Zach is a P1 radio says, listener. says, I want to be in there. Zach calls me and says, I'd like to do the Boys of Handen calendar Done. with you. No, 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 Chief. There is zero chance that I am standing next to that man in a picture. Well, what if you both I, had your shorts off? Uh, not good. Not, not good had, for me. Not that you haven't been in that environment with him before. Correct. But Correct. anyway. Not a good. Not because. Never, never yeah, mind. Not I shouldn't. Down. Yeah. yeah down. Never mind. Uh, not a good look for me. This has got nothing to do with Margaret. To be standing next to him in a calendar picture proxy i was definitely worried by the way when your second kid was born and he was already tatted up yeah weird how that worked out that's kind of weird that looks just like (laughs) well settle down over there um uh yeah even garrett got that one oh garrett (laughs) yeah he even got that one i like that you're basically just recycling the nicknames you used to give my first son (laughs) and you're now using that is griffin Oh what? Yeah, Graham. Graham, Graham yes, correct. Little Graham. Yeah, my older son. Graham. He's driving yet? Yeah, basically. That's little Graham doing. <laughs> oh, it he's, happens. Quick. Seven feet tall, Ethan, like Ethan. Ethan is. this morning just said to me, I took him to swim practice. He said, "Dad, what car am I getting?" Oh my God! No, I'm like, Ethan, bite your tongue. No, he didn't. I look back in the back. He's an adult. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. you used to be in a baby seat. <laughs> correct. Um, All right, let's talk about the Ravens. Hang on, two, se- two seconds. Right? They're losing, by the way, this Sunday. So Zach is home a couple weeks ago. They're playing all these shows. They did a residency at the Wrecker Theater. It was a big deal for them. A it's residency. Like a, the first place they, they ever played. They got two grand a night to do the residency? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. They, sold right. it, they, they sold four shows that well, of week they to did. play at the Wrecker Theater. Well, because they're an arena act that played at the Wrecker Theater. Right. So um, I went out the first night of the thing and spent some time with his family. It was great to see him. Last time I was at the Wrecker Theater, I saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There were eight people there. Oh, I And the owner literally came over at 11 o'clock and said, said, We're we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Let's wrap it up. Um, I got payroll to meet. It is great to have the record theater back. Big fan. So he says to me, He's like, Are you doing doing shows this week? Well, I'm like, "Ah, Take off Thursday and Friday, but I am going to be over on 105.7 if you want to stop by. But I was doing 6 to 9 a.m. He was like, Well, I'll stop by Friday. And I said, No, you won't. (laughs) Stop. And he did. No, he didn't. Oh, there was no chance. Stop. Yeah, not six to nine on six Friday. Six to nine a.m. Uh, Zero chance that right. was happening. So I talked to you that day. Well, the you, day after. Yeah, oh, I talked okay. to you. Right. you. Remember, you called me. Oh, oh that's right. I we did. talked about that's right. Soccer we talked game. about soccer. One hundred percent. Um. So no, you talked to me on Thanksgiving. You're on your way to the. That's you, what I yeah, meant. Yeah, that Friday, right? No, Thanksgiving's Thursday. That's the way it works. You're on your way to the turkey. Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, how'd that go? By the way, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd, how'd, how'd you guys do? How'd you guys do? By the way, my kids for some reason are obsessed with Loyola. I think because I work for Loyola College. Yeah, well, you got to get them out of that. They think that they're supposed to go to. It's a whole. Well, the good news is the test is way easier at Loyola. Okay, so they have a chance. They have a chance. I'm sure that. So. I'm kidding. So he's texting me the other day about the football game. Pretty much. And he, we're talking about it. And he was like, well, I'll come in on Wednesday. I said, all right, no problem. What, That's today, Wednesday. He said, yeah. He said, what time? I said, well, anytime between 10 and noon. Right. Said, Nothing Perfect. yet. So I tell him where it is. He says, awesome. I'll text you when I'm awake. And, and Chick, tell him <laughs> and to bring. By the way, haven't gotten a text Tell him yet. to bring Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Tell him to do that. Tell him to stop. Does he still live in Hawaii? Yeah, he still lives okay, in Hawaii. Of course, Zach from the band all time. That's where I would live, too. So. I would definitely not live. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. If I could, I would, I would live the, there. Make the same in my upgrade. next life, I'm coming back. Um, Living in Hawaii. I, I'm in a weird place, right, where I wrote a column about this on Monday. I, the funny thing about the guy that called on Sunday that I flipped out on is that if he hadn't said something so absurd, if we had just had a conversation, we might have gotten to a place of some common ground. My big feeling at the moment is I... The biggest problem the Ravens have is they have to run the ball, and they're not running the ball. Like, the last two weeks, they, they're not running the ball even a little bit with their running backs. It's abysmal. It's three yards per carry. It's disastrous. They don't have another path to success. They don't have the talent. They don't have the – the only path they have to success is running the football. If they don't fix that, no matter what the circumstances are – But have, how are they fixing it? Well, I, no, I, I'm going to lose it on you now. How are they fixing it? I mean, getting they players need, back would go uh, a long okay. way to doing that. I mean, that. obviously, without Stanley, they're, they they take such a hit when mm. he's out. 100%. It's a, and you, 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 I don't know exactly how. I don't running, know what happened the other. They weren't running this poorly. I don't know what happened the other day, but Makari was out for a while, right. and Falale came in. Falale. Whatever his name is. He came in. Like, they're they're. They're patching this together. This is going to go back, circle back to your, when you erupted about the whole accountability thing of the coach. You, you want the coach to be accountable. They don't have a left tackle. They sort of kind of don't have a right tackle. And when they do, he misses a, a quarter of the game. They don't, they don't have any wide receivers because the number one guy got hurt. They... Don't have any real running backs right now that are 100% healthy. I think Gus is trying and he's back, but he's not 100%. No, I think it's very now, clear. there's an argument. If you take, uh, I don't know who you think the best team in football is, whoever it is. Let's just argue and say it's Philadelphia. If you, if you take Philadelphia mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. they might be operating at 89% efficiency, meaning they might be mi- – I don't know because yeah, I don't follow right, them. They might be missing a rush end and they might be missing a guard, but whatever. But they got – but they're 89% efficient. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are about 60% efficient. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, they helped themselves with Roquan Smith. They have um, – you know, they their, their defense – other than that episode at the end of the Jacksonville game, their defense has been good the last month. Other than that fiasco in the fourth quarter, oddly have been really good when Kyle Hamilton's been on the field. Okay, but it's but, strange because he's not an impact player necessarily. Right. But Kyle Hamilton's come along when he's been on the field. The defense has been really but their, good. But their offense has been—you can use whatever term you want. But I think we'd all agree the the general term is the offense has been. On and off, hot and cold, good and bad, 
the offense has been just okay. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been terrible. They beat up on some teams on the road this year. They beat New England on the road. They beat Tampa Bay on the road. They beat New Orleans on the road. New Orleans the other night, if they don't throw up all of themselves, would it be Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay? Like, they, they've done some good things offensively, and, they, and they've also stunk it up offensively, right? But they're doing that with about 60% of their team and their quarterback, who, again, not arguing about is he a great quarterback or not, their quarterback, whose main attribute is his athleticism, when he's hurt, he's now at 60%. And so the, the, this is why when someone calls in and says, hold the couch a co- coach accountable, how do you hold the coach accountable for Ronnie Stanley's ankle getting blown up? So, I, the, the, by the way, again, the hold the coach accountable thing is insane. But it's that word yeah. that drives you nuts. Right. It's, it's right? nuts. It's and not I'm still going to continue to say this. I, I, I really do think this. And I don't, no one's told me this. I don't have any, in, I'm not, I don't want to, uh, some source told, I, this is me thinking this based on what I watch and I see. I still say that if they flatline here at the end of the year and if they go into Tennessee in the first playoff game and lose 23-10, to 10, I don't think John's coming back. Let's talk about this. My point that I wrote in the column and that I've talked about for the last couple of days is that if this doesn't, if they don't figure out a way to start running the ball again, if they don't show that this system... Well, they system, can't throw it. Correct. If this, we know that. If this system can work to do something of significance then the first conversation I'm having isn't about the per- – like, the Greg Roman thing will meet its natural conclusion one way or the other. He's done. He's either going to Stanford he's done. or if they don't run the ball the rest of the he's season, done. they're going to move on from Greg Roman. He's done. He's here to run the ball. If they're not running the ball, they're going to move on from him. And by the way, that's his strength. That's, uh, that's what he does. Right. Correct. He doesn't do something else. If they can't run the ball, they're going to move on from Greg Roman if he doesn't get the Stanford job, right? But, but everyone's going to hate T. Martin next year, too. I understand that, but it's a different yeah. – let, let's get there, right? Right. Um, that that's the first thing, right? The first thing is either Greg Roman's getting a head coaching job, or if they don't, if if this doesn't suddenly, and I keep having to say that because people are dismissive of the idea that it could, but there is still time, and there is still the ability to get healthy, and there is still the ability that at some point you have Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, and Gus Edwards on the field, and you play the style that you wanted to play and you win a couple of games doing it because you know if you get you, these guys back and they're healthy you, you should have beaten the good teams 80 doing that percent efficiency correct earlier in and the year. now you start to get better but if it doesn't occur for whatever reason right either because the guys don't get healthy or because they do they and it just doesn't work whatever it is right if that doesn't occur then to me the conversation is about the organizational philosophy it's not about John Harbaugh. It's not about Eric DaCosta. It's not about anyone in particular. It's about sitting down and saying, we've done this for five years now. For five years, we have prioritized running the ball. We have devalued wide receivers. We have said, we are going to do this thing. And after five years, if we don't have something to show for it, it is time to reconsider if that is the way that you go about winning at the highest level in the NFL in 2022. Not because it was a failure, not because they need to be held accountable, not because the coach is a problem, not because the because every single person in the leadership of this organization said, we're on board with this. They decided this thing they're doing 
was the way to go about the zig we zag was the way to about go about doing business. So is this about the quarterback? Not about the quarterback at all. It's about the philosophy. It's about saying we're going to be a run-first team. Okay, it's but about, it is about the quarterback. Not at all. How's it about the quarterback? The the long-term, the long-term analysis of it. It's definitely about the quarterback. In what way? In, in that you're. I think everything you just said is 100 percent accurate. That it is a. That it is a. You know, it is a scheme or a system issue. I agree with that. Is this the quarterback that? And I don't. I, I, that's I think not we, even, That's but, not even a question to me. Okay, but that's. I, there's not even a remote amount of debate about that. Like, sure, there is. Maybe to you, because not to me. Well, but he's. But he's un. He's. It is a question because of his status, not because of his play. Okay, that's fine to say yeah, his status. But, but is, that, but that to, again goes to a second. There's, I've said all along. If you're, if you fail to keep Lamar Jackson around, then everybody's got to go. Like you think? Oh, I think that that's part of the whole thing. Yeah, that, I, that's, that's my. That's really my point. If you're, what, what's going to happen first? Is, are are they cleaning? Are they cleaning everything, everyone out, and bringing in new people? Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, are, uh, it, we all know that if John goes, everybody goes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. What, what do you mean by everybody goes? You mean the staff? Yeah, the, oh, coaching, the coaching staff. staff yes. Sure. I'm talking about the the no, leadership no, no. structure. No, I'm, I'm talking about yeah. if John were to go. Right. Uh, everyone's going. Yes. If Greg Roman goes, right. f- the likelihood is most of the offensive staff will go. Uh, I don't know about most. I, A new if there's yes, if it's T Martin who takes the job, right. then maybe not. Yeah. But if a real offensive coordinator with experience in the league comes in, yes, that they he's like, going to want they his like own to people. bring some people right. with them. I now, agree with that. Here's, so here's the, then here's the but question. But typically that's a bit more 50-50. Okay, but wait a minute. So I don't even know who this is that I'm right. saying. But if you brought in someone from the Lions who's got 12 years in the league as They're, they're talking to Willie Taggart, apparently. I saw that yesterday. Everybody was going so, crazy. Right, right. right. So is he taking the job with Lamar unsigned? Is, is is someone uprooting, someone leaving a current position and coming here and not knowing who the quarterback is? Well, I mean, they're going to know who the quarterback is. Lamar's going to be the quarterback next year, one way uh, or the other. I don't know about that. What, the scenario where you think they're going to trade him? Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Maybe. Again, at that but point. If, if he's you, not if, signed yes. long term. Then there's always room there for them to do something with him. Yeah, I mean that's the truth. Uh, Whether or not you think it would happen or not, if he's not signed, they could always trade him. I mean, I, they could trade it, him if he was. In, signed. Until we get to a moment where but, there's any suggestion that the Ravens are considering that, it's absurd to me to talk about it. I think if they don't sign him, they're trading him. But they tried to sign him. They want to and sign they, him. I know they like, do, but I, they can't. I understand that, but the scenario where you're saying, "Well, we're just going to go ahead and if we can't," well, let me ask you this: Do you think they? Do you think they would franchise him next year? Yes, I don't. Why? In what world would you not franchise? First of all, because you have I, to franchise tag him to even know where you trade him. I'm sorry. Uh, let me reword that. Do you think he would play in Baltimore next year under the franchise yes. tag? I do not. Why? Because I don't think they would take that. 
I what, think they would move him. They would trade him. Because? Because his value, it's, he's just like a car, his value decreases with every year. And if you can't sign him this year and you can't sign him next year, he'll have no value by the time it's all said and done. So, That's my opinion. So, no one's told me that. So the argument that you would make is that once you once you know he's playing on the first one, then you know you'd have to tag him again the following for year. For fifty five million. Well, it's more than that at this point. I mean it's not even fifty five. I mean, like now you're talking about over, I thought it was forty two and fifty five. But I, I could those be wrong. numbers can still keep going up. Okay. I mean, like more con- quarterbacks are gonna get contracts as the cap goes up. Um Tyler but, Huntley. I don't think that's gonna be the one. Um I don't think he would play in Baltimore on the franchise tag next year. That's just my opinion. I they're either gonna sign him or he won't be here. Yeah, I I I, don't, I I keep coming back. I the insanity. If 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 they can't get this done with Lamar Jackson, they can't operate in the NFL any longer. Oh, you're the, insane. No, you can't. Oh, this come is, on. This is nuts. Oh, you come on. You can't operate in a world where you say, "Well, we just can't play the, pay the quarterback." You are setting yourself up to never be able to be that franchise any longer. This is there's a far bigger Now you're, now you're doing radio. No, no, no. I'm not doing radio oh, at all. Lord. If you don't understand that this is how this works, that Come you on. don't get to decide. This thing where you think you get to negotiate what the value of a quarterback is in the NFL you, you, is nuts. No, the, you don't get to do uh, that. The question is, can you function with another quarterback other than him? And the obvious answer to that is yes. No. Teams have done Well, you're insane. Can, who? Who the, has done it? Philadelphia just did it with Jalen Hurts. Correct. They drafted a quarterback. They, correct. They That's what the Ravens did. That's what they would they just do again. They didn't move on from a highly successful quarterback. They had a quarterback that stunk. Understood. That they couldn't but, keep. But you, all you got to do, if you're the Ravens, all you got to do is go get another one. It's and, not sure because you know definitely if you draft another quarterback that guy's going to be good. No, you don't. You don't have a clue. You, 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 you 100 don't. But they've been pretty good at it. The last two they've drafted have been pretty good. They found one that was okay, and they found oh, one. Oh, watch yourself. Man, they, you bite your tongue, you stop. Flacco hater, you. Stay, me, the Flacco hater. You know Guy, me, Mr. I, Flacco I can't hater. believe you just said that. But you know the reality of it. Hall of Famer. Yeah, <laughs> Hall of Famer. I, I, I just think. It's an insane, it's such no, an it insane isn't. way of doing business. No, it's that you not. You can't even begin. Dude, it is nuts. not. No, it's it is not. It's absolutely bat ass insane no, to say, isn't. we'll take our chances and hope that the next guy can be good because no, we isn't. don't want to pay the guy. No, it's not. That's absolutely bad. It would be nuts if you didn't have a salary cap. It's True. not. Nope. True. You're wrong. Tell me how many, how many quarterbacks have been drafted in the last four years? Oh, hell, I don't know. I mean, I could tell you who won the Masters two years ago. But how many of them do you feel comfortable in? Four, last well, it's four not, years. How many do I feel comfortable with? How many have done well? Correct. Eight. How, not even. The last four years have been abysmal. Okay, then and I'll, name, abysmal. I'll name the eight, and you then you tell me. Four, four years. Okay, four so drafts. I'll, I'll, okay, ready? Tua? Tua. Fairly. Herbert. They tried to get rid of him last year. They gave him. He could by be the MVP of the league this yes, year. Yes, because they, fun, they suddenly gave him two. extraordinarily high-level wide receivers. That's a novel thought. Yeah, too. what a thought. Tua, Herbert. <laughs> yeah, okay. Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. It's Burrow. It's not Burrow. Um, when did Baker get drafted? Mm. <laughs> yeah, keep keep going um, with this Fields. List. What? He's had a great year in Chicago. He's ran the ball really well. He, They're terrible. The same thing our quarterback does. No, they, if you, oh my God, we're really doing this. Dude, you're not getting Justin Fields on this list. He's Nobody done the same the, thing Lamar no, does. No, he's run the ball the same way that Lamar does. He hasn't shown you anything in being a quarterback that's anywhere close to what Lamar has. Hurts. By the way, I didn't think he'd be any good at all. Yeah. So I was wrong on him. Um. Keep going. I, I, well, I'm thinking. I don't know when. When did Allen come in the league? The same time as Lamar, so he'd be five years, right? Yes. Okay. 
Um, when did Derek Carr come in? How long has he been? Yeah, not not in the last four years. Gino, Gino Smith's had yeah. a great run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep going. I'm thinking. Give, give me a second. You, do you like Kyler? I mean, I, I don't. But you can put him in there. No, He's you can't. Jo- Jordan Love. Dude, this is it's abysmal. Uh, the Brock, kid in New England's Brock been Purdy. decent. Brock Purdy. The kid in New England's been decent. The, my God, great. they were ready to bench him for Bailey Zappi. Again, you're, you're taking one moment. Right? You're, but you're trying to make it seem like if they moved on from Lamar Jackson and had Mac Jones. I'm saying you're no. moving on from Lamar Jackson I'm for a quarterback, s- and in the last four years, you've come up with four. So go get four. one. Four. So go, go. That's insane. No, it's and not it's if you got nuts. Not if you got to give him two hundred fifty million. Not if you got to give him two hundred fifty million. That's the way the league works. No, it doesn't. You have a quarterback, or you have no prayer. None. Go get one. Again, you're hoping. Your strategy is hope. Your strategy is or I, or sign the guy to a reasonable. Maybe we'll, that's not an option. You don't get that option. Then we just disagree on the philosophy of how you do it. So your philosophy is to not have a quarterback. No. My philosophy is to have a really good quarterback. And, and we can argue about if he's a really good quarterback. Uh, my God. We're, we've, it's we can come argue to this. that, too. It's come to this. But we can argue We're that, We're trying too. to argue whether Lamar Jackson is a really good quarterback or not. For God's sake, We would do semantics on that. What what's your term for what he is? He's an outstanding quarterback. He's okay. a, he is. I, I would argue that. In what I world? would say he's a good quarterback. Oh my god! Oh, there you go. So we do that. You up. say outstanding. I say good. I give up. We can't even agree. I know this. That. Our opinions matter. Yeah, they, they sure we, as hell matter. We, They're very we important. We can't. We matter. This is if if you can't do this, then just close up shop. You can't do it in the <laughs> You're NFL. Insane. In the long. This is the way oh, the league works. On. You have a quarterback or you don't. Period. You either have one or that's, you don't have one. That, uh, that's correct. Now, that's correct. Now, you're 100% right about that. That you, you either have a quarterback or you don't win. That is correct. And we have one. Yes. But we can't pay him. Well, no, they can pay him. They don't want to pay him. Because, they it's, don't, not, because it's not worth what he's asking for. No, that's, you, you think that. That's the way the well, quarterback market works. That's what the Ravens think. Deshaun Watson was wait, wait, worth wait, wait, what wait. he was worth. That's what the Ravens think. And that means if they truly feel that way, well, they, they definitely should pack feel it that way. Then they should all go. They should they, all go. But they clearly feel that way. No, I think that they're dragging their feet. I have because they don't think he's worth $250 million. Because they want someone else to give a guaranteed contract out so they don't have to be the ones to do it. Because it's way maybe, easier maybe. When, some, when you're not the one. Well, when you somebody, know they're not going to do it. Then you, they, It's so much more difficult for them to have to walk into the meetings and be like, yeah, about the World sorry. Cup. No, nobody, nobody cares any longer. That's true. U.S. is out. I'm sorry. I tried, How about poor I'm Spain, could about Spain couldn't make one penalty They don't want to have to walk in and be that team. I, I'll come back to it one last time. Okay, my final point. Okay. My final thought. You I love it. doing this. You change it. Why? Why? I love doing this. Why? Change the philosophy. It's the Skip Bayless Shannon Sharp thing yesterday. I don't. Even, I don't watch any of that. I Shannon can't. Sharp said, "I'll take Mahomes over Burrow," and Skip Bayless said, "Not me. I'll take. I'll take Burrow over Mahomes." Okay. I love it. Do what? What? Just why do you love that? Not just like what is that fighting for? with you? What is that? I was wondering what kind of trade value we could get for Lamar. Oh, you know, I'm glad six. you brought that up. You know why? Six. No, you know why? I'm yeah. glad you brought it up because tomorrow at Drew's Morning Dish, oh good, the stats nerd, <laughs> good, can't wait, has the full explanation uh-huh. of what the Ravens could get for yeah. Lamar. Yeah. No, okay. I'm being totally serious. Okay. I mean, Seahawks have two first round picks for Russ. Mm-hmm. Lions got two first round picks for this? Stafford. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. I'd like I mean, to. Have, I'd prefer to have a quarterback. How's that? I do how's too. that worked out for I those teams? Too. Listen, but they're, 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 they're looking very really. Good I mean, they have a how's it looking for listen, those teams? Listen to Griffin. Yeah, 
They got a bright future. What they got they a lot have? of draft What did neither of those teams have? They got Geno. Why are they not threatening to win a Super Bowl? The line, yeah, the Lions are in bad Why shape. are they not they, threatening they, well, they to win a Super Bowl? The Lions have a terrible Lions are actually roster. playing pretty good. The Lions have won like their offense is good. five like of their last Their offense is good. Like their defense is terrible. Why Why are they a no threat to win a Super Bowl? Seattle might win what the NFC West. What are those teams not have? I guess because they don't. Have, you, you would say they don't have a Seattle's top. Seattle's going to win the NFC West. They don't have a top. Uh, well, who's going to win it if they don't? That San Francisco's defense is still going to carry them to winning the NFC West. Like They're going to be fine. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't so scary good that they can't get by. They'll be fine. Speaking of playing with your shirt off. For, I do agree with that. You <laughs> and I agree about that subject. There's no reason Holy why cow. he should ever. They should be in the calendar. They don't have a ch- – they should. <laughs> they should do a Jimmy Garoppolo. They do have calendar. game-changing receivers. The, the, who? Amon Ross St. Brown and Detroit. But the, I'm so, they don't have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Why? Because they don't have like – Because they don't have a quarterback. I got quarterback. him. It's not hard. I got him on my side, and I it's, wouldn't even try it. No, you answer the question. Why do they have no chance to win the Super Bowl? Who? The Lions and the Seahawks. The Lions don't because their defense is terrible. They don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl because they don't have a quarterback. That's not true. Jared Goff got to Their offense has actually been pretty good. Whose? Detroit's offense has been great. Yes, they've been good. I agree. Their defense is not very good. Their defense stinks. Their defense stinks. You're not wrong about that. You have to have that guy. That's correct. I agree with that. You have to have them. Have to. Have as many first-round picks as you want. Who do you have as your quarterback? I don't know. It just yeah. looks so hard for the Ravens to the sign Lamar. We never win. Why right does now. it? I don't understand why it looks so hard for them to sign Lamar. Because it just doesn't seem like they're going to meet the that, number it, that he it's, wants. It sounds like they don't want to. They don't yeah. want to. No, they do. It. It's not hard. They want to sign it. No, they don't want to sign. The, they don't want to give a fully guaranteed contract. There's some correct. reason we're that's all correct. worked up about the idea of a fully guaranteed contract that's gonna be fully guaranteed anyway. This is the absurdity of it. We're all so. It's because it's some bridge that you're not allowed to walk across. They're not cutting Lamar Jackson. They won't be able to afford to. They're going to end up giving him more money down the road. You think they're winning Sunday? I don't feel good about it right now. I don't either. I don't, I don't think they are. I honestly. can't believe I'm saying that. I don't think they are. I don't think, I don't they think they're winning either. I don't think they're winning on Sunday. I don't feel good about the Browns. I can't stand I'm it. totally honest with you. I don't the Browns good. game? I don't feel good about either one of them. We're losing the next two? <sighs> UMBC basketball is back yeah, at Chesapeake a, Employers Insurance what a loser Arena. Or you are. Dog. UMBC, they won. They, they did. They yeah. beat Clemson. Towson plays uh, Clemson. They play tonight. Clemson tonight, yes. But I'm talking about UMBC. And it's not I, Clemson, stop, by I, the way. I, that's, I don't care. I'm doing a sponsor read now. This is not the time. UMBC basketball is back at Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. Tickets are available. UMBCRetrievers.com. Don't miss any of the great early season matchups. Uh, of course, Morgan State on Saturday, and then the big one on New Year's Day. Vermont, a rematch. Let. Do I come to your house and chew I'm gum? I'm doing back in black in the background. Bum, ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum, ba-bum, 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 on New Year's Day, the big showdown with Vermont. Ba-da-bum, ba-bum, the women take on American on December 18th. Experience the excitement of game day at the peak by getting your tickets at UMBC. You're the ones that keep paying me to come. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, we come back in. I don't know what we're doing. This is great. Is it? What the hell would you be doing? Would you rather win? Hey, soccer. I need you to start talking up Glory Days Grill. We're going on the 19th. You and I, 6 to 8 p.m. Okay, we're hanging out. We need people to bring toiletries and packs of underwear. All right? That's what we need. Oh, we could do a lot with that. I understand. But we got to think about that. We need you to show up. Glory Days Grill in Towson. I also need... Oh, I have something, too. Slow response yesterday. We got... I, I don't know. We got a handful. I need you guys to get in $20 for our bowl pick em contest. I want in. I want in. You know how it works. Yeah. I've only read it's the... It's not that kind of bowl. 
there, kid. I actually can't. Take he, he made half a fall. Oh, you know what? I'm Take really, it I'm really mad. Proctor's been killing it this morning, and I just haven't been able to. Oh, Lord. He's been killing this it. This clown. I'm sorry. Is he still around? Proctor said. Why did he get a job? Proctor said, that was the last time Drew was at Wrecker Theater. More interesting, the first time Drew was at the Senator Theater was the premiere of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, God. It's pretty good. Why did this guy get a job pretty, or something? It was pretty, it was pretty what good. What a clown. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, we're going to be at Glory. Uh, bowl pick them, $20 to get in. Half of it's a 50 50, half to the winner, half to charity. All right? So get in at uh, Glenn Clark on Venmo, Glenn Clark 180 on PayPal, or dollar sign Glenn Clark Radio on Cash App. So those of you that have asked, can I get two? Yes, I'll let you have two spots, no more than that, for yourself. I mean, if you want to farm one out to your wife or something, that's a different conversation. But you can have two spots, as many as two spots in the bowl pick em contest. Again, 50-50, half to our Helping Up collection, half to charity. Get in right now, Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App, and then come out on Monday, December 19th. We will be at Glory Days Grill, 6 to 8 p.m., hanging out, collecting toiletries, collecting underwear. And I know how that sounds when you say it that way, but understand what I'm talking is you go to the store, you buy a pack of Fruit of the Looms, Hanes, bring them over, Men, women, they need all of it. Get it to us Monday, December 19th at Glory Days Grill for the folks at Helping Up Mission. What I got you? something real quick. Yes. Um, this Friday and Saturday, right down the street from here at IHM, we have a live nativity scene. Ah. So anybody that wants to come out and watch. Are you, are you, are you playing a role? I'm just kind of the, the director of it. Okay. Um, we have a bunch of kids from IHM who are the characters, and it's a 25-minute play if you will on the birth of jesus what time does it run Is five it? Uh, six to eight on friday five to seven on saturday hot chocolate and cookies for everybody Ooh. and it's right in front of the church all right all right six o'clock friday night i hope it goes you didn't hear what happened at the one in florida did you no but i i'm nervous uh, so don't tell me i'll I'll talk about it off the air. Oh, maybe, Lord. Maybe, maybe oh, we'll, man. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it. We've been it working on this thing for a yeah. month, so don't don't give me any. All right, that's this weekend. This weekend, yeah, Friday up. and Saturday. This Friday and Saturday. All right, very good. Very good. All right, Drew Forrester's here. When we come back in, we'll play Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26th. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. Don't miss Christmas Tide Stakes Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The weather outside is 
really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever is on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A Nuggets to Mac and Cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, Keep listening to this show, too. All right, back in here on GCR. Uh, today's show also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Of course, the fight is Saturday night. Remind me who it is. It's uh, I want to hear you see if you can pronounce their name. Jan Blokowicz. Cl- pretty close. Blokovic. Blokovic. And are not going to work here anymore. I don't even know. Uh, Magomed Ankalaev. Magomed Ankalaev. Yeah. UFC 282 on Saturday night. And Patty the Baddie's on the card, and the place to be to watch and bet on all the fights is the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Reserve your spot right now by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com. Um, finish. Fin- Talk about Maryland fin- basketball. Let's fill, in, the fill, World in, Cup. fill in the blanks. Okay, go ahead. Florida man busted for blank, blank with blank, wrecking church nativity scene. Oh, no. No. I don't want to hear about this. How about I? Let me just show. Okay, let me just show you the headline, and and we won't even even say it. Because next week you can do this to me. Yeah, go ahead, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the good news is (laughs) our manger is in the front of the church. Okay, right on Lock Raven Boulevard. Ah, it's unlikely that. So that. Yeah, probably. That likely. Probably not gonna. Likely, likely. Uh, likely, likely, but, but likely. That, but that, that makes me nervous. But we're in yeah. good shape. I hope. I hope yours goes. Thanks to my friends at Royal Farms, by the way, for donating cookies. Oh, that's nice of them. It's very nice. You, oh, and we got a bunch. Uh, didn't you get a bunch of toilet paper from them? That were I did. And some of that's headed to the Helping Up Mission. If right? you want it, I mean, why, we got, why wouldn't we want it? Because we got a gazillion rolls of it. That's awesome. Okay, I love everything about that. Okay, wonderful. Say, I wa- is this is this not our thing any longer? I feel like you're oh, kind of 100 percent ducked out of it. Yeah, I kind of noticed there was some there was some quiet quitting going on over here. The last oh, couple it's of not. Uh, 
I'm not quiet about it at all. What the heck? You're doing a great job. No, I no, don't want to no, interfere with no, you. No, no. I can't take on this burden. Hey, Lamar, I don't, I don't do know it yourself. I don't know if you've seen the ratings. Yeah, seriously. Hey, hey Lamar, do it I don't know if you've seen the ratings recently. I can't do all of this on my I own. I've seen the ratings. Need a, need a little bit of a lift. I think I'm doing um, 105.7 the 23rd. Oh, they're that desperate? Oh, God. And the 30th. I didn't realize it was that bad. No, I didn't either. What time are you doing on the 23rd? I think at night. I can't do it they still the do shows. Or, they still shoot shows at night? I think maybe because of the holiday time they are, but I can't oh. do it during the day because I got golf. <laughs> you got golf? Fridays to play the Penguin Tour. What is that? The Penguin Tour up in Go York. out, it's six degrees outside, and you... Yeah, up in you York. Got, you got it. You guys are psychopaths. You guys are psychos. All right, would you rather Wednesday... It's the Penguin Tour. You guys have problems. You need to seek help. Like, seek help, bro. What else are you going to do on Would a you rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu. That's, of course, where we're going to be on the 19th. Glory Days Grill here in Towson from 6 to Dude, 8 p.m. chili is so good, it's insane. It is very good. Gosh. Have you tried the twisted ribs and wings combo? No. Griffin refers to it as a meat tornado. It is two it's pounds meat of meat. Shave that mustache, by the way. You look the like... winter spinach salad, no. the citrus you, you salmon. You look like Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back, Cotter. You know what? <laughs> That's actually really good. Wow. Right. That's really so good. Well, look All up right. Gabe, because uh, you, the, you know, the, your parents would know the that. The mac is. and cheese bites, the bourbon butter look cake, Gabe and Kaplan. so much more. Not Kapler. Uh, that's a baseball yeah, yeah, player. Pair it with the blood orange bourbon cider, a devil's backbone cranberry smash. GloryDaysGrill.com is the website to get your order in. And again, come over and join us at Glory Days Grill Monday, December 19th. Bring your toiletries. Bring your uh, underwear, things along those lines to help us help he, he can't the helping find Gabe mission. Kaplan. K-A-P-L-A-N. I gotta find him in this specific movie. This is, this Welcome is, back, Cotter. It's not a. There he is. That's not you. A movie. You look just like him. This is. That's. It's you not look a, just like him. It's not bad. It really isn't bad. I guess so. Bum, he's had a, bum, he's had a lot. Bum, bum, he's had a lot bum. that were worse. All right. Would Welcome you rather? Welcome back. Would you rather? That was a great show, by the way. It was all right. Was oh. Would you rather? Number one. Okay. I mean, Punch I know John Proctor I, in you the face or hit John with a two-by-four. I know how you're gonna react to this one. This one really maybe isn't for you. Go ahead. I can guarantee you that the Ravens will win two, exactly two, playoff games this year. Okay. So or, we get to the FC Championship game. Or I can guarantee you they won't win a playoff game. Okay. But you will be allowed to make any changes you like to the Ravens' leadership structure personnel-wise. And you have to tell me what changes you would make. They win two games. Guaranteed two playoff wins. But but they lose and they're, they're yes, not going exactly to the two playoff. They win wins. two playoff. Games. Yes. Or they don't win any playoff games. Yep. And, and you are tasked with what we doing now. You're in charge. And I can and I can cut Kevin Seidler if I want. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know any earthly reason why you would. So I don't like it. <laughs> Probably gonna be the team's no. MVP at this right, point. Right, right. Um, boy. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey will be MVP. Boy, oh boy. Oh Zeitler's boy. on the short list. Boy. Um, you know, I always say like, no, nothing beats winning. Like winning and getting. Now you're get, supposed to talk into the microphone. Getting right? there and winning. <laughs> and I don't know who I would can. Man, this is a good one. You don't you know, usually these are yeah. Not normally, very good. they stink, right? I get it. I'll I'll take mm. the two wins. Okay, okay. I'll take the two wins. All right. Most probably going to keep status quo afterwards. 
probably going to mean. Oh, no, I'm still firing somebody. No, it doesn't work that no, way. You, you, you just don't know it doesn't that work way. that way. You don't get to do both. Two playoff wins almost certainly means it remains status quo. I would say that part of that also depends on how did we get in. Mm-hmm. Did, did we get in because we went 12-5 and five and we won the division, or did we flatline here at the end and make it on the last week when somebody lost to somebody else and we made it by And the Bengals didn't 10, bother to seven. play anybody because they'd already yeah, clinched like, there. How, how did we, but does that matter if you win two it, playoff it games? It kind of does. If you win two. Because at that point, if like if you're a low seed, well, who's the now guy, you have to be. Who's the one guy you would want out? It, it's obviously Roman, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. And part of it is, too, because, again, people are, for the most part, people are insane. Like these idiots who stood out there last week and yelled at him. But there is a a train of thought that also says, like, this, that that these positions do have a shelf life. And, you know, frankly, I think that's what John looks at at this point. I've I've done this for 14 years Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. right? So the one the one personnel the one personnel movie you would make is is Roman. But who are you going to go get? Mm-hmm. And if your argument is uh, Willie Taggart, well, if your argument is it doesn't matter, we'll just go get someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you are missing. Yeah. Oh, the quarterback thing. You're, you're going right, back yeah, to that. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My fault. Yeah, yeah. My fault. That's on me. I, I I don't know. I I would say, I would say that it does depend. To me, it depends on how you get to the two. Wins. But I actually think it'd be better the other way, weirdly, because then you would have to beat like the Chiefs in the first round. You would have to beat somebody. In, you have to beat two. You'd have to win two games you shouldn't have won. Yeah, for the most part. Like the other scenario they're presenting, where you're like, I don't really know if I'm who's going to be in the Super Bowl. What's your call right now? Who the f knows? Right now, Dallas it's hard to Vikings, do that. Dolphins. It's hard to do that. It's right? very hard to do it. Who's it going to be? Dallas Vikings, Dolphins. That's an interesting. Dallas game. Buffalo. Dallas, Buffalo. Cowboys always choke. Oh. Everybody in the oh, NFC Lord. always choke. Name the team that you can count on in the NFC the right Niners. now. Sure. Niners. Sure. Yes, Brock Purdy. Beginning of the year, I said 49ers 28, Vegas 24. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Vegas isn't dead yet. No, they could They're go 10 dead. and 7 and still get in. I just yet. saw something yeah. the other day. Um, I kind of think Philly's getting in. Maybe. They're the best I team. I think it's their There's charmed, no debate about that. It's they're their, the best they're team. injury-free for the most part. It's their charmed year. I hear you. But I, I don't you. know. Right. i, I got to think to play in Kansas City. All right. So you're you're going with – It's got to be Kansas City and Philly, right? Like – Boy. Boy. Football gods. Yeah, there is something about that, isn't there? There really is. All right, Griffin, what are you doing? What's uh, the Flyers doing, by the way? I'm a – Cares. <laughs> Is, I, I mean, I want the wins. Started? Flyers tonight oh, okay. in Philly. Good we should have gone to that. I eh, want the I want I don't the wins. <laughs> I want the wins. Uh, I, I want the wins. I'm going to see Jimmy Eat World tonight. Actually, I could have taken a Bobby Clark card up there with me, like oh, I okay. did the one time with Tony Seaman. What a weirdo you are! Because I don't no, have right. a I don't the have wins. a massive problem with the uh, current personnel. I mean, I think I, and I feel like oh, Roman. Asking him, and I feel like. <laughs> and I feel like Roman's gone at the end of the season, no matter what. Kind of, I just kind of have that feeling. But if, if they, I did, if, they, make it, if, if I got they to make a change, two playoff wins, and he yeah. doesn't take the Stanford job, I don't think there's a chance that they're firing Greg Roman. <laughs> um, I there's no way think, Stanford I hires to, him. I, mean, I don't know who the other candidates are. But uh, one change, well, if I can make a change, change, I would think I'm, I'm, I have not been impressed with Eric DaCosta, Ooh. and I kind of want to bring in. I want to bring in Kevin Col- Colbert from uh, from Pittsburgh because <laughs> he knows how to evaluate a wide receiver. Just bring and, in uh, Kevin. Yeah, hey, Kevin, what are you up to? just definitely leave. Hey, Kevin, what are you up to? Yeah. Take Why don't the you Ravens. come down here to That's definitely a thing that would happen. Yeah. 
You don't get to do that, by the way. That wasn't part of the scenario. You only get to yeah. get rid of how, somebody. How dare Aaron strain Lamar's PCL? <laughs> There's no I mean, What are you thinking about, Eric? Thing. Hurting Lamar's knee like yeah, that. Right. I am, uh, Eric, how I'm, could you possibly hurt Ronnie Stanley's ankle? I'm, I'm taking the playoff wins. Winning two playoff games. Okay. I'm also, I'm win also win that's, that's going to be my answer as well. Win, but winning two playoff games is enough to prove So it. you're a Roman lover, huh? That's me. You know what I mean? <laughs> love, the, love some Greg Roman. Uh, Stanford. What's that? I mean, people at Stanford are insane. Well, I mean, I don't know who the other options are. I don't know who else they could hire. I really don't. I mean, I genuinely have no idea who else they – I, I – I haven't even seen. Has have there been other coaches connected to the Stanford job? I genuinely haven't. I mean, it seen. is. I'll say this with all due respect because it's a great institution. Yes, it is Stanford football. Correct. I mean, it, it's a step up from Navy, but not much. Um, most people are saying the playoff wins. A couple okay. of people. Okay. A couple of people want. Cy wants uh, Eric Costa out. Yeah, uh, that's a good believe there, it. Cy. You'll never Thanks believe. So. You'll never believe that uh, Ken Zalis wants John Harbaugh gone. Oh, <laughs> boy, that's a shock. Yeah, right. Really, Ken? We didn't know that. Um, I, 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 like, hey, Ken. I, no, yeah. Simon had I to can't marry believe him. John hurt um, Lamar's I know, knee. It's weird. Uh, Simon had to marry him doing some weird shtick. And I, I don't fully understand. I think he's – forget the playoffs. We need to hold John Harbaugh accountable, which if he had just left it there, <laughs> that would have been funny, right? Like, that would have been a funny line. I love it. But then he followed up by saying, fire him and Greg Roman and replace him with Matt Burke. And I don't know what the comedy is there. Like, I don't well, know I, what the – I'm all for that. Of, I'm not I really, guess because of Matt Burke's uh, Saturday. Catholic. You bring in an old center. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Oh, center. all right. My okay. fault. My fault. I thought he meant I, because Matt Burke's a Catholic. I would have left it at the end, at the first line. I would have left it, Simon, at but the that, end of Matt the first, that first line. Matt Burke thinks pretty good. That, yeah, was, a, that was a really good one. All right, number two. Uh, would but Jeff you, Saturday allowing the entire last minute of the game to go by the other night and not call timeout. And afterwards say, no, 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 that was part I, of the plan. And then the you, next you day. You and I are going to fight about this. I think he was doing the right thing. Keep going to the nope. next thing. Nope. Go. I, we're going to talk about it. No, we're not. No. You know why we're going to talk about Go it? Go on to the next thing. What? What? The next day leaving, he said you're right. Leaving. I know because he got pressured. Leaving no time for your opponent is the most important thing that you can do. Go to the next thing. Leaving no time at all. What? When the Broncos got the ball back on uh, Sunday, did you feel good? Uh, Ten more seconds, eight to one. Yes. Leaving. If no the time. dude doesn't collect the ball at the goal line and run it out, yes. they probably win. Leaving no time on the clock is the, the most one. important thing you can do now. Go it is far more important. You can't let the How other team get the ball at any night. time on the clock. How about the Colts on Sunday well, they, night? They're terrible. I mean, like hey, they give up thirty-three I'm points aware. in the fourth quarter. I'm aware. Number two, do you, I don't even know if do you are there any television shows that you care about? I watch. We we are addicted to um, the one with John Michael Higgins. I don't even know who that is. Um, the one John? where you fill in the words. America's um, America what? says. That's a game show. <laughs> well, you said TV show. No, an actual TV show. Is there an actual We went through the entire six years of parenthood, and I was vomiting by the fourth year. What is, what was, I don't remember what parenthood was. Parenthood was some goofy show on one of those. What was the obscure. last, what was the last scripted television show that you cared about? That you had any investment in at all? Will and Grace. Okay, will and grace. Will and grace. We can we can we can operate with that. This comes from a story about Bob Odenkirk recently, the actor that plays who who, who of course created Chris Farley. Basically, yes. Basically, true. That's a hundred percent. The actor that plays the lead in a show you love has passed away before the show's final season. Okay. Would you rather the show recast the character to try to bring it to a natural conclusion, or just do the show without that character being involved. What's that have to do with anything? Bob Odenkirk 
of course, star of Better Call Saul, said, remember, he had a heart attack a couple years ago. Okay. And he said, I would have preferred, if I had died, for them to do the final season of Better Call Saul with someone else playing Saul. Oh, gotcha. So that the show, as written, could conclude, could gotcha. reach its natural conclusion. Of course, we've seen other scenarios, right? They just did another Black Panther movie without the Black Panther. We have seen... They can't do Cheers anymore they, without they, they, they fought, I don't think they were ever going to bring back Cheers at this point, but, you know, was, I think there have been a few others that have left us, hasn't Haven't there? Is Chris, Kirstie Daly the only one that has passed away from the Cheers cast? I have no idea. I have to think about that for a minute. might be. Um, they, for example, uh, they, they fired Roseanne and kept doing Roseanne afterwards. They okay. Just, they fired... Um, Jeff Ross from the what's the the Goldbergs and they decided to keep doing the Goldbergs afterwards. There are scenarios where now he wasn't the lead. I mean, you, you might as well be talking. Yeah, you don't care is the answer. Polish you just don't me. care because I don't know. I don't follow it. If Will and or Grace. Oh, this is a good one. Yes, passed away. They just bring in they bring in Sandra Bullock to be Grace. Yes, for one last season and still call her Grace. Correct, and just make you think. Right, and maybe even poke fun at it, like the way they did with Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince, where they replaced Aunt Viv halfway through the show, and they would make jokes about it every now and then. Well, now be a you're wink, making wink, some nudge, sense nudge. because nothing can replace Deborah Messing. So you're saying no? Yeah, you can't no. replace Deborah Messing. Okay. All right. Most people are in agreement with you. Most people are saying if she wasn't a B cup, she would be the most uh, uh, she would be the most wanted woman in America. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, this was fun. Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> I'm just saying. God. I mean, let's be honest. Stop. Don't. Let's not talk about it more. Let's not keep revisiting. Deborah yeah. Messing is God. Um, uh, switching si- hot. Simon did say. For being uh, 50. I Thank you. I grew up in How the. How old's Annette Benning, by the way? What are we doing? It's probably 70 at this point. Annette Benning is something else. And she man. is uh, lovely. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Messing's got to be 52 Simon recast the character I grew up in the 90s I'm used to unexplained recasting decisions The show must go on Griffin do you? Uh, I don't know if there's a show that you care about I guess I'm, I'm trying to South think Park. Like, I'm watching Andor right now So I'm trying to think okay. uh, But I mean I, in terms It doesn't of, like, really rely stuff, on one particular character Right Well I mean it is about It's about Cassie Andor So She's 54 But uh, I think Annette Benning? No Deborah Boy, I was like what are you talking about? Deborah Messing is 54 yes. I think I'll be I would rather than move on without the lead that's what to, I think I would prefer to do, yeah. but I get his problem right, with it. I right. get his issue being, are you really bringing it to a conclusion? Like, wouldn't you just be spinning off the show she and doing something else yeah. at this point? I mean, I think it's on the writers to figure it out, I yeah. would say. Like, like how Black, Black Panther's done it, and you know, yeah, but, I think like, they I, did. I kind of get that. You can see the If you saw Black Panther, you yeah. can see Jewish. the direction no they're idea. going. Thank you. Just dynamite observations over there. I We're know just doing she Deborah Messing radio. She, um... She today was, might be the day, by the way. It might be she was that we look back in five years, and today was the day. Really? Like, today this might be it. This one's gone more off the rails than other stuff we've yeah, done? Fair enough. All right. You make a good point. I just right, feel like number three. <laughs> For the next two games, you can have Lamar Jackson back. And, and I'm good. No stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, you want to get rid of him. Right. You just trade him. Uh, and honestly, healthy. Like, legitimately healthy. Okay. But you still have no Ronnie Stanley, no Marcus oh, Williams. She's 64. I thought she was older than that, honestly. Yeah. You have no Ronnie Stanley, no yeah. Marcus Williams, or no J.K. Dobbins. The GOAT. Or you got to play with Tyler Huntley for the next two games, but you get all of those guys back. I'll, I'll take my chances on the next two games. I think Huntley is I think Huntley is on a short term, which two games would be. By the way, she's from Topeka originally, Annette Benning. I never knew that. And I thought it was B-E-N-N-I-N-G. 
B N. What is it? B N I N G. It's only one N. I would have like gotten that wrong as well. Um, very important. Right. We're covering all of the Who critical knew? things on this show. This she morning. is uh, from Topeka. Right, um, get to the get to the thing. God, would you calm down? I can't. Um, I'll take Huntley for two games. I think he's very serviceable. Yeah. And they could they could win these two with him. Hell, they almost beat Cleveland last year with him. I I don't think they can win these two with him without without these other guys. Like I I don't think they can. But they get through these two. Right. Even if they lose eight six and they're eight and six, but they but but they get everybody back. Mm-hmm. They can still finish so, eleven and six. So I'll get to that because it's the best argument. Go ahead. Um, I I think I agree. I'd, I'd I think we have the best chance with the surrounding cast healthy and then. Tyler so I, serviceable, I, but for selfish reasons, since I'll be there Sunday, I want to see Lamar Jackson on the field. So, okay. so you'll be where? Pay. I'll be at Heinz. He's going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, you're insane. I don't know what you're doing. It, yeah, apparently it's supposed to rain. Remember now, the time so. we went on the Thursday night? I haven't been to a Ravens game. The only Ravens game I've been to in the last whatever ten years at this point, something like that, since the Super Bowl, was with you on a Thursday night to watch Michael Vick or whoever played for the Steelers play quarterback on a Thursday night when the Ravens were zero and three to start the season. You remember that? We went whatever year they started zero and three. Okay, just fifteen maybe. Okay, the season was over already. Okay, and they played. I they started Vic or somebody at quarterback on a Thursday night, and it was a I mean just an awful atrocious football game that was singularly decided because the Steelers remember it went to overtime and they wanted the ball first, which made sense because it was back when you could still you know like lose on. They wanted the ball first, but they had to go into the open end of the stadium, and they didn't trust their kicker to kick anything beyond, like, 40 yards oh, right. in the open end of the stadium. So they went for it on fourth down, and that's the reason why the Ravens won. Right. Because I do, they didn't I trust do, their I kicker. I do remember that. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible. That's that's the football game I went to. Um, so you said never again after that. Yeah, just basically. I mean, there's no I, – I remember we left two guys there once. <laughs> was that in Pittsburgh? I thought that was New nope, England for nope, some reason. Nope, That was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> and the guy called. <laughs> well, we were already on the interstate, the boss – Well. Yeah, the he said, "That's it." Ball said, good, "We're heading home." Good luck. You're on your own. Those guys were not happy. Well, no, you don't think so? <laughs> I remember we got back at like five in the morning. You and I, we went right into the. Oh, we God. went right into the yep. thing, and I said to you as we were get, walking into the station, "I'm like, we might want to lock the doors." Oh, no question. No. <laughs> in fairness, there were other times we should have locked the doors, like the morning where there was a stranger that came out of the basement. <laughs> but he, but we've later found out uh, he, he was actually renting part yes, of the downstairs. Yes. And working for the radio station. And nobody bothered to tell us. Huh? There was just a shirtless man that came up and said, Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm John. Said, what are you guys doing? I'm like, you, I'm on the radio, actually. You, no, you look at me. In the middle of the mid-sentence, you said, No, you just said it out loud. You said, There's a man. <laughs> out in... The front room. There's just there's a man. It's like seven in the morning. <laughs> he came up in his pajamas. We didn't know who he was. He came up in his pajamas. He lived there. He lived. They had rented him the, the room over the weekend. And didn't tell anybody. The radio station. On Monday when we got there, hey, what's all this noise? Yeah. I said okay, this is a, <laughs> these are normal circumstances for people to work in. Uh, the best argument uh, for the other one because I I, I I think you're. You're better suited with Lamar Jackson always, but the best argument is that you know you now have those guys back for the games following those two games. Which right now we don't. Well, what about know the third scenario where we trade Lamar? 
You have anything you want to plug? You have anything at all that you want to plug? No, but I, we ought to do this till one. No, I'm really? sure Colson's thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. This is this John. Is, we're giving you our best effort today, buddy. This is the day. Hey, John. It's the day. Is today the day? Really? God. John's finally going to say this, this is, is it. This is what happened. This is what happened. Griffin wasn't able to book any guests. We had no reason to kick you out at any point. Zach didn't show up. I was looking for any John's reason. John's here yeah. to deliver the news. Very proud of hey, what it is that we're putting on the you air. You guys got 10 minutes? <laughs> it's been a while since you heard that, right? Yeah, it's been a minute. You guys got 10 minutes? It's been a minute. I, I know you've been with, with me for 15 years, but you got 10 minutes. Oh, God. All right. What do you want to plug? I don't know. What? You no, want I mean, you want to stay through the final break? No, you want to I mean, stick around for one more? We still got to do tidbit and tubular to wrap up the show. You want to stick around? Uh, caps and flowers tonight. What you want to plug that? <laughs> no, I'm like, doing. What are you plugging? I'm doing the tubular thing. Caps and flowers oh, okay. tonight. Nobody cares about that. Um, caps on the last game of a six-game road trip. <laughs> like, what are you doing? An update on 106.7 The Fan in DC. Caps and Flyers tonight in Philly. By one of my favorite. I, I, you know, never mind. I'm not going to make fun of it. I work for that radio station now. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's. Never mind. Never it's mind. been fun. Has it? For who? <laughs> for who? It's just been fun. <laughs> this is going got, in the archives. I, got a, I had a question for you. It's going in the archives. How do you think that went? How do you think, <laughs> how do you, how do you think that, that went? Was, that was one of the one of those days when Paul came in and said, Guy, you "Guys, got a minute? Yeah, right. yeah, come on back real quick. Come on back yeah. in the office. Yes. Can we get a coffee? Gotta, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get gotta, a coffee. Yeah. Hey guys, I was listening today from seven to ten. I just gotta, I gotta ask you a question. How do you think that went today? <laughs> oh, you mean when we had the fake trial for Peter Angelos? <laughs> you mean when we put Peter Angelos on trial? I thought it went pretty well. Steve Davis liked it. He sent me a text on his way home from work. Okay. Said it's the greatest radio he's ever heard. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed How do you think that went? A trial for you know Peter. I, you know what I don't like is I yelled on Sunday, and it's like the only time anybody ever sends me texts about the shows that we're doing. Nobody else ever. Right. The only time I ever, get, I ever get texts is. You're doing a great job. Like, dude, that was great, man. I love that. Like, is that. I just, God. God. All right, uh, Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com. We Come need out. to hold you accountable. Yeah, maybe. Come out on the 19th. This show probably should be held accountable. <laughs> probably. Come out on the 19th. Glory Days Grill in Please Towson. Do. We'll be there 6 to 8 p.m. Drew doesn't care any longer. I need you to pick it up. Pick up the slack for him. Please. Today's show brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury or comfort, convenience, technologically advanced connectivity, sport or performance, or aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Come back in. Tidbit two to wrap it up. Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back for season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at Pressbox online.com slash bowser the next highest bowser show is tuesday december 13th at the hamilton sports bar and grill 5506 harford road it's brought to you by maryland vascular specialists and the all-new ginsu kamado grill Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 1140. Fendel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 1140, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. The weather outside is really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com glorydaysgrill Great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. All right. This has been a day. This has been one for the books. Continue to get me your responses for Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Uh, Everybody who responds is registered to win a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill. So, again, get your responses in throughout the day at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Today's show has also been brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill perfect ceramic tailgate or home grill for baking searing grilling smoking all kinds of food save 100 dollars when you use the code tailgate at ginsugrills.com and of course stop by any ravens home game gonna be another couple of weeks uh beforehand stop by the game day firehouse 1202 ridgely street just west of the stadium sample the cooking from the ginsu kamado grill register to win your own as well as 500 dollars worth of grilling meats Tidbit is brought to you today by the print issue of Pressbox, which is still available. But we are coming down to the final week or two that this one will be available with Kevin Willard on the cover. And then it will make way for our annual best of issue featuring our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year. I can't wait to find out who that is. I'd like to know. I think I know. I'm pretty sure I know. Is it going to be Glenn Clark? I think I came up just short this oh, okay. year. I think I was uh, definitely firm after today's show. <laughs> after today's show, there was separated reconsideration for uh, Mo Gabba, Sports Person of the Year. Uh, but go get that right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms and in the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox or read it all, PressBoxOnline.com. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, on December 5th, 2021, there were 12 unbeaten teams in college basketball. December 5th, 2022, also 
12 unbeaten teams Amazing. in college basketball. It's, it's, One team. I, it means that Maryland never had a chance. Really what it is is that like the – that somebody had to, they had to sacrifice somebody, like, and that was the way it was going to have to go. So it, the game was predetermined. It was fixed. Uh, and it doesn't count, I think, because of that. One team was on both lists. Uh, Purdue. Purdue undefeated. Helps to, have a, ha- helps to have a giant. Yeah, helps to have just a, the biggest us. monster you've ever seen standing in the middle of the uh, floor. Of course, Maryland and Texas both went down yesterday. Um, yeah, oddly. And, and, the, the, and FanDuel boosted it for them to win. Uh, for both of those teams oh to win. Oh, boy. Oh, and boy. So of course. Oh, boy. Neither of them did. Uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, also Starting to wonder if maybe they're in on it. Yeah. Got a lot of questions. Had a bit, uh, big game uh, that we already talked about on Sunday. He now has the fifth most receiving touchdowns in a player's first nine seasons in NFL history. He has 85 and counting, obviously. Can you name uh, the four players? Yeah, the four players uh, the, ahead of him. As well as, let's see, let's round out the uh, top. Six. It's so. Tell me one more time. It's top six, I guess. Uh, most receiving touchdowns yeah. in their first four. nine seasons. Devontae Adams has eighty-five. There are four. Pl- okay, there are four players ahead of him. Yes, and then and then the guy he passed. Most receiving touchdowns in the first nine seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, Hall of Famer, one hundred eighteen, number one. Kind of doing the bit where we're naming the good receivers. Yeah. Uh, Randy Moss. Uh, number two, 101 for Randy Moss. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is number four, 95. Um, Julio Jones. Not Julio Jones. Larry Fitzgerald. Not Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, 77 for Larry Fitzgerald, a bit further down. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, number three with 98. Yeah. Isaac Bruce. Um, Not Isaac Bruce. Tory Holt. Not Tory Holt. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, Proctor wanted to get some guesses in. I'm sorry, Proctor. You're apparently a little bit behind us. Uh, how about... Oh, he wants Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio Brown is just outside. He had 74. Chris Carter. 74. Not Chris Carter. Um, how about... How about Michael Irvin? Uh, Michael Irvin, not on here. It's not that surprising, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Tory Holt. Uh, no, you said Tory Holt. I did. I yeah, Reggie he Wayne. Seventy-one. Tory Holt. Uh, not Reggie Wayne. Proctor wants Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson is number six. That is who. I didn't know if it Adams mattered. Passed. He didn't make it the nine years. I didn't yeah. know if that was uh, relevant to the list. Uh, he had eighty-three, so Devontae Adams passed him as of Sunday. So that was the top six: uh, Lance Allworth, Art Powell, Don Hudson, also on there, and then rounding out the top ten. Rob Gronkowski was 79. How about that? I heard he was good. Yeah. I heard yeah. good things. All right. Very good. Tidbit also brought to you today by the Stan the Fan Variety Hour. Uh, Stan, Ross, and Luke did their uh, kind of winter meetings roundtable earlier in the week. And then uh, they're going to do another show tomorrow, Stan and Gary, that's going to be a little bit more about Kevin Willard and Maryland basketball and focusing on the impact that he's made recruiting with Tom Strickler, a big-time recruiting analyst. So you want to check that out. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, PressBoxOnline.com slash video, or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Tubular is brought to you today by the Baltimore County Police Department, and they've got a huge event coming up this Saturday at the Maryland State Fairgrounds from 2 to 6 p.m. It is a community hiring event and toy and food drive. Big opportunity for you. If you know somebody who's looking for some direction, Maybe just wander over to the exhibition hall at the fairgrounds on Saturday between 2 and 6. 
but also for everybody to try to step up and help out the community, support uh, the folks that need it. Um, some great offers if you're thinking about a new career with the Baltimore County Police Department. Police officer starting salary, $60,686. Cadet starting salary is $32,000. So someone who's maybe fresh out of high school, not really sure what they want to do. Might be good to point them towards this hiring event on Saturday. And also, just need you to bring out uh, non-perishable food items or new and unwrapped toys. You can also stop by all the various Baltimore County Police precincts to drop those off this week um, and even into next week. But Saturday, big-time community hiring event. You can find out more by going to joinbaltimorecountypd.com. Here's what's coming up totally tubular-wise tonight. Uh, a lot of college hoops, including, uh, as Drew mentioned, I can't believe Drew knew something about sports, Towson Clemson, 9 o'clock on Masson. You can watch them on TV tonight. And you can watch Navy hoops against West Virginia at 7 o'clock on ESPNU. So two local teams on TV back-to-back tonight. Uh, also on Flow Hoops, Loyola's at Hampton at 7 o'clock. Morgan State hosts Penn State Wilkes-Barre at 6. Um... Big Ten hoops tonight. Michigan State, Penn State, 630. Nebraska, Indiana, 830 on Big Ten Network. UConn, Florida is a pretty good one, 9 o'clock on ESPN2. The rest of the college basketball find at glennclarkradio.com. NBC Sports Washington Plus, Wizards, Bulls at 8. ESPN, Hawks, Knicks, 730. Celtics, Suns at 10. NBC Sports Washington, Caps, Flyers at 7. TNT is Sabres, Blue Jackets at 730. Rangers, Golden Knights at 10. TBS for AEW Dynamite at 8. Non-sports highlights? Uh, just a couple. It's a new episode of Survivor. Mariah Carey will be on Stephen Colbert. Um, and I know you're upset, but it is the season eight finale of The Masked Singer on Fox. Um, Jesse Eisenberg's going to be on uh, Seth Meyers. Michelle Pfeiffer will be on Fallon. What's Jesse Eisenberg doing these days? Uh, I think it's for that new show that just came out on Hulu. Fleischman is in trouble. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Yeah, it looks okay. I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. watched a few episodes of Reboot recently. Oh, you did? Because I had heard some good things. I don't know why it does wasn't. It, does I, it work? It's all right. Okay. Like, I mean, it's not like brilliant. It's not, you know, groundbreaking or anything like that, but it's fun. I, it's an enjoyable program. All right, good. Uh, Will Ferrell and Machine Gun Kelly on Jimmy Kimmel. Package deal, yes. Yeah. And then uh, a new season of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, another one of those like dating shows. Yeah, no, no chance. No chance. It's not your thing. Hard Knocks for they the actually, Cardinals. Actually, one of the jokes on uh, Reboot is that they cast one of the uh, uh, the girls f- straight off one of those shows, mm-hmm. and they said, what was that called again? And she said, F Buddy Island. That was one of the, the, na- the running jokes, was that everybody loved the show F Buddy Island. Uh, there, is a, there is a real show called F Boy Island. Sure, sure there is. Yeah. Sure there is. Uh, and then uh, the greatest holiday commercials countdown of 2022 is on the CW at 9. Okay. And then those are the new episode of Willow on Disney+. Plus. Right. Very good. Very good. Hey, don't forget, pressboxonline.com slash offers for all of the best sign-up offers. Like $200 in free bets from DraftKings after placing your first $5 bet or $1,000 in risk-free bets from BetMGM. Pressboxonline.com slash offers in order to sign up today. Thanks today to Drew and Walt Williams. We'll get it up in the greatest hit section of the archives. Tam at glennclarkradio.com. Dare I ask? Uh, we got Mike Tannenbaum tomorrow. Okay. Former yes. NFL GM, ESPN analyst. We'll do picks and then uh, stuff. Okay. And things. All reliable. Boy, we are getting desperate, huh? This might, and I, I joke, it might be the end. This might just be, <laughs> do, do it wanna, just might be the end. Do you want to tease Friday show? or Why? Because I do have stuff lined up for that. Good stuff? Yeah. Like what? Trent Dilfer, new coach of oh, okay. UAB. I do like Trent Dilfer. Uh, we're trying to figure out who should have Diamond Miller of uh, oh, the okay. Lady Terps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then, uh, there's some, somebody. Oh, Charlie Batch, of course, as well. Okay. <sighs>
Anyway. Uh, anyway. See you tomorrow. Where we have... Anyway. Okay, I'm going to pull myself together. Thanks to everybody at Pressbox. All of our great partners and sponsors, including the uh, Baltimore County Police Department, uh, Problem Gambling, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, Costas Inn, Maryland Jockey Club, Great Eights Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants, Maryland Vascular Specialists, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, UMBC Athletics, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Towson, go Navy, go Morgan, go Loyola. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.